We love you tonight and um, so appreciative and so thankful for the privilege to have served over the last, well, this will be our fourth service in two days. Well, actually three days, right? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, right? So, but what a privilege it is to be with you. How many of you have sensed a change inside of you since being in these services? Lift your hands up, let me see. Healing, miracles, the presence of God. Last night the presence was so strong in here. Really the manifested presence of God. In the Old Testament, the presence of God, when the glory of God would manifest, uh, like Second Chronicles 5 and verse 13 says this, and this is not my sermon, but just share this for a minute. So when the singers and trumpeters became as one, you know, in the day of Pentecost, they were one. They became one accord. So when the body begins to move together in oneness, and worship God with one voice and one heart, right? When the singers and trumpeters became as one, the Bible says when the day of Pentecost had fully, fully come, they were in one place in one accord. That doesn't mean a Honda from a dealership down to the Honda. Get me in a, you, all right, whatever. Any case, let's make sure you're awake. And um, the Bible says when the singers and trumpeters became as one, lifting their voice, See, the church is going to have a voice on the end at times. You know, the problem, the problem is, is that we, we've, we've stopped sh shouting out miracles, signs, wonders. We've stopped talking with boldness and stopped declaring what God says. We ought to become a church with a voice. Amen. And a voice that can't be silenced. Acts 4.13 said, when they saw the boldness, Boldness is not screaming. Boldness comes out of the presence of God, long hours of prayer. Are you listening to me? When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they didn't have PhDs, University of Jerusalem, or whatever. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John perceived they were unlearned and ignorant men, they knew they'd been with Jesus. They took notice that they'd been with Jesus. They'd been in the presence of God. They had been with the head of the church. And so there was a holy boldness that came on them. And I mean, these, these men put their life on the line. And they spoke with authority. Amen? They said of Jesus, he, he didn't speak as the scribes and Pharisees. He spake as one having authority. And there's a certain there's authority that comes with being in the divine power of God. There's an authority that comes out of that arena that you're confident. Amen. And the church needs to become bold again, needs to become relevant again, confident in their God. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Come on now. The power of God Moving in your midst brings an element of boldness that you're not going to be moved, shaken. You're going to go shake something. Like tonight, I'm looking for trouble. Some people, you're on the defense, you know. I'm not on the defense. I'm on the offense. I am looking for trouble, to cause trouble for the enemy. Now, I'm not talking about ego. I'm talking about the power of God that's at work within us, both to will and to work of his good pleasure. And we've got a job to do to set the captives free. Come on now. Every one of you are, listen to me, you are deputized to set the captives free. Boy, if we could just get to the place where we stop worrying about our problems and issues and get free from it all and start going after people that really need help and set the world free, we'd be in a better place, wouldn't we? 
The church has been on a defense. I want to go on the offense. Come on now, are you with me now? You got it, right? Well, the Bible says when the singers, trumpeters became as one, they unified. How did they unify? What did they unify? Well, they were playing bingo or, you know, had a, you know, potluck thing or whatever. No, the unity came because they were in the presence of God. They unified around purpose. Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, I know the plans after your life, saith the Lord, not plans for calamity, for evil, but for a future and a hope. There's an architectural design over every one of you, and every one of you has a, a purpose and a divine plan, and you have to function in that. Get in your, I always use this term, this is my term, I quote, get in your lane and run hard. Don't go in anybody else's lane. If you start pushing people around, you're going to get pushed. Stay out of somebody's, don't get in somebody's business. You have an assignment. There's an architectural design. God's hand is on you. He's told you what to do. Get in your lane, run hard, and everybody does their part. Because 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 27 says, Now are you the body of Christ and individual members thereof. Nobody can do what you can do. Stop trying to be like somebody else because you have a different assignment. Come on, function in it. Whatever that is, rejoice aware. I sure wish I could be like pastor and go over to Pakistan and preach. To th- well, if God ain't called you, to, he may have called you to work in the children's church, but that's just as effective. Because if you don't do your job in the children's church, he can't go. He's got to come back and hand out. You understand what I'm saying, right? Find your assignment. Get in the presence of God and let a holy boldness come over you that you do it with confidence and you hold fast your confession or profession of faith without wavering for God that's promised to use you will use you with such confidence. You have to really, you have to know what he's called you to do. If you don't know yet, guess what? There's room to find out because Jeremiah 33 in verse 3 says, call unto me and I will answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things that you don't know of yet. That's Jeremiah 33, 3, that's God's phone number. Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not of yet. The Amplified Bible says things that are fenced and hidden in the heart of God for your life. See, God's not holding things from you. He's holding things for you. He's not keeping things from you. He's keeping things for you. But will you be the one that will venture in and figure out what his mind is over your life? It's progressive. It's not, well, you know, I... God spoke to me 10 years ago, and well, maybe you spoke to your wife 10 years ago, but I'm sure you've spoken a few times between then. Come on now, this is fellowship, koinonia, intimacy with God, and out of that place comes this holy boldness on you that you like, you're like Superman, you step into a phone booth and come out another person. Listen, I'm nothing without his power. I'm nothing. But I'm not without his power and I'm a contender. Are you listening to me? Yo, Adrian. Botkis. Are you listening to me? The Bible tells us to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Proverbs 28 verse 1 says, when the wicked flee, they, they flee when no man pursues them, but the uncompromised right... See, that's the thing. You've got you to stop compromising. This pastor and his wife, they don't compromise. Amen. They're going to get pastors going to up and teach you and tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. 
and be thankful that you have pastors that will do that because that will save your tail in hard times if they'll tell you the truth. How many of you love your pastor and his wife? Give the Lord a hand clap for them. Amen. We just love leadership and we love leaders and and uh, I'm very humbled and honored to serve and be here. I talked to Pastor Dennis and Pastor, I got your back. I'm helping. I'm here to serve. While he's over winning souls, I'm here to help with his precious wife and their family to come and serve and help you. While he's doing, he's doing his part, I'm here doing my part. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So in any case, when the day of, not the day of Pentecost, let's go, to, let's go back to Second Chronicles for a minute. I'm going somewhere, so stick with me. It said, when the singers and trumpeters became as one, lifting their voice, saying, the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. I got news for you tonight that he loves you. There's mercy here tonight. Lamentations 3 and verse 22 and 23 says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. And they're new every morning and great is his faithfulness. You cannot exhaust the mercy and the grace of God. He'll love you. He forgives you. They're new every morning and great is his faithfulness. So it doesn't matter this evening what mistakes you've made or problems of the past. Listen to me. The grace of God is greater than that. His love is far beyond that. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Persecutions, afflictions, things present, things to come. Are you there? Angels, demons, your mother-in-law, your outlaws, whatever it is, nothing can separate you from that love. Amen. Are you all there? And uh, he's got good things for us. But in any case... The scripture says, when the singers and trumpeters became as one, lifting their voice, saying, the Lord is good. I got news for you. He's good. Amen. He's been good to you. I said, the Lord has been good to us all. Don't ever forget that. I said, don't ever forget how good he's been to you. You know, don't be a spoiled brat spiritually. That went over real well, but... You understand what I'm saying? Don't ever take for granted how good he's been to you. Look at this building. Look at this place. Look what you have. A price was paid. This church is going to thrive. Come on, get on fire and go get some people. All of you can call 10 or 15 people and say, where you been? Hey, like last night, remember? Hey, watch your mouth, Remember? Talk like that to us. Hey, where you been? What's your problem? You need to come back to church. We love you. We miss you. You brought, where's your supply? When you don't come, we, we miss your supply. Any case, it's going over well, but it's okay. It's okay. This is mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. I'm already following God. I've been praying in tongues. My tongue fell off 10 times in the hotel room, threw it back in. They said the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Then the Bible says the house was filled with a cloud. Now, how many of you here last night and sensed that presence? It is strong. Pastor Rob, it was strong in here last night. Some of you look like you're in a trance. But see, you're caught between two worlds. And that world is always with us. Are you listening to me? Saying the Lord is good and his mirth, then the house was filled with a cloud. Man, when the cloud of his glory comes into a church, man, we, the meeting is on. Anything can happen when his glory comes into a place. 
And this is just normal for us. This is what, this is what we do. Amen? And see, see, the wonderful thing is that a lot of us don't understand. Haggai 2.8 says, the silver and gold is mine. So how many know God? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He owns everything. You know, you brought nothing in the world. You can't take anything with you. But he owns the earth and everything therein, the gold, everything. Abraham owned a, remember he owed a cattle on a thousand hills. He was a rich man, wealthy man, wealthy provision. God blessed him, you know. But he said, the silver and gold's mine. He gives us to be stewards over these things for the kingdom of God, for a righteous man's earnings advance the cause of righteousness. So we're stewards over that for the cause of righteousness. When David went and faced Goliath, he said, is there not a cause? The first thing that came to him was, I'm driven by cause. You need to be driven by the cause of another realm. The head of the church, we are his servants. We are his ministers that are a flame of fire, carrying out his will in the earth marching to the orders of the head of the church, our master and savior, Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Hallelujah. Y'all still there? They said the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever, but the silver and gold is his. Now listen to this. And the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. What's that mean? The latter house, well, the latter house will have greater power. Yes, the early and the latter reign. But you know what the, the greater latter house is? That's the new creation, man and woman of God. Amen. You are the latter house. Amen. God dwells now in a human vessel. Come on now. You know, Romans 3.23 says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Well, let me tell you something. When you got born again, that glory moved back on the inside of you. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new and all things are of God, who's reconciled us back into himself and given unto us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ, one translation says, hugging the world back into himself. When you get born again, you know, Ezekiel said it like this. Ezekiel 36, a new heart I'll give them, a new spirit I'll place within them, and I'll take away their stony heart of flesh, and I'll give them a heart of compassion, and I'll write the commandments of my laws upon the tablets of their heart. We are the glory of the latter house, the new creation man and woman of God, carrying his glory to a generation that's dying and lost. Come on now. Come on, get a revelation of who lives inside of you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Well, the glory that was taken from the first Adam, the first Adam failed. The second Adam, Jesus of Nazareth, did not fail. And listen to me, when he died and went to hell and was resurrected on the third day and brought many sons out of Abraham's bosom back to glory, when you got born again, you became the temple of the Holy Spirit and you're the new creation, man and woman of God, filled with his power, filled with the anointing. Now you get a revelation of that, that makes you dangerous. You're full of the glory of God. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the knowledge of God might be manifested. When you walk into a room, you're carrying heaven's power, heaven's cologne. 
Thanks be unto 2 Corinthians 2.14 for the location. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Listen to this. And manifests a sweet aroma of his presence everywhere we go. See, now I say, well, well Brother Chris, I, I, I like to use cologne and, and uh, fufu, whatever you use. I don't know. Fufu number six, whatever. I don't know whatever you use. I like Versace. Poor home, it's called. But I'd rather say rich home instead of poor home. But I see that's a fragrance when you wear. But let me tell you something. You're carrying heaven's cologne. Listen to me. When you're full of the Holy Ghost and you're full of his power and that anointing gets on you, when you walk into a room, there's a fragrance that walks in that room and that's the glory of Almighty God. Listen, this stuff will come out of your pores. I'm Italian, you know. You eat garlic, and garlic will come out of your pores. You get full of God, this stuff will come out of you, man. Are you listening to me? And I got a great revelation. You ready? Flies do not land on hot burners. Somebody say, what did you say? Flies do not land on hot burners. And Satan's called Beelzebub. The Lord of the flies. You know where flies hang out. Mostly on trash and, you know, yeah. I'll let you say it so I don't have to say it. Are you listening to me? Well, you're not trash and you're not manure. You are his Picasso. You are his Michelangelo, recreated in the image of God. You're his masterpiece tonight, filled with the glory and the power of Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. That ain't even my sermon tonight, but sure it's good to hear it all. You're filled with the glory. We are the glory of the latter house. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Where you walk in, there's a fragrance. When you walk in, there's, there's a fragrance of victory in the air. You ever get around some people, you get in, as soon as they walk in the room, you're like, oh my God, I, uh, excuse me, I got a cake in the oven, I got to get out of here. Because they, they exuberate defeat, negativity, like I taught last night on words. Get the teaching, get that, listen to it over and over. Boy, when you're full of God, my God, when you walk in the room, the devil can't, he can't, he can't stay on you. You're dangerous. Come on, you get dangerous. You get assertive. We've been playing defense for too long. Come on now. Move from the power. Get full, get full of God. You want, you want to know how to get full of you know, there's, there's four ways to get full of God. This is still not my sermon, but I'll give it to you. I always feel so incomplete because I got four shots and then I got to go away and come back three months later or something. Number one, the word. Amen. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightfully divided the word. Get the word in you. The second way to get filled, worship. You put worship on, he inhabits the praises of his worship. The anointing will come down. I always, always when I pray, I have a headset on with worship that's got the anointing on it. Not, not kumbaya, Lord, kumbaya. No, 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 I got nothing on it. I'll find somebody that knows how to get in the spirit music that's it's got the anointing on it. What's it do? It just kicks me in the pants over into that realm. I know that's not good King James, but it works for me. 
You need to be pushed into the things of God. You need to be provoked into the things of God. You need to be inspired in the things of God. The third way to get filled with God is through praying in other tongues. You, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith. Pray in other tongues. He that speaketh the unknown tongue edifies. 1 Corinthians 12, 4. Edify means charge. That's where we're going tonight, by the way. And then the other way is through the laying on of hands. Because we had one brother come. I don't know where he was, but he came and he was so exhausted, you know. He said, oh, I'm so tired. All I did was put the jumper cables on him. Bam! Like going to the gas station. You see, we're transmitting the life of God. So if you're full of it, you can lay hands on people. Just like Jesus with the woman, the issue of blood, who suffered at the hands of many physicians who grew nothing better but worse, 4,328 days. When she heard about Jesus, she said in her heart, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. When she touched the hem of his garment, the Bible says immediately in the Greek, virtue, dunamis, boom, went out of him. See that? Transferring. The anointing's like electricity. It can be transferred. Amen? Jesus stopped and said, who touched me? The disciples said, Master, you see the multitudes thronging? You say, who touched you? No, Jesus said, somebody touched you. Why? He perceived that virtue went out of him. See, that's a transfer of the anointing. Laying on of hands. But in some services, just walk in front of people from the anointing, just boom, fall under. Because the anointing, it'll, it'll, this stuff will come out of you. You can, be, you can be filled with greater levels of the anointing it's like your car. You can run on E, you go on a quarter of a tank, half a tank, three quarters of a tank, and you can top it off. Stay topped off. Come on. And guess what? You know, the gas prices in heaven are free. They're not six, seven dollars a gallon. You can get free. Just pray in tongues, get in worship, and get full of God, and life will be a whole lot easier for you. Really, it's the truth. Any case, bless you. All right, that's just my, uh, just warming up. All right, let's lift our hands to heaven. You know, I just, I just follow God, you know. Just pull the trigger and release things out that I need to say a few things, you know. Now, Father, we just love you tonight. Today, we lift up the name of Jesus this night. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of the glory of God. Things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. You said if you be lifted up, you draw all men to you. So we lift up the name that is power in three worlds. Not our ministry, not my name. Not my great eloquence, not who I am, but you, Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory, and we'll touch not your glory, Father God. We thank you for the precious Holy Spirit that's here, that's on the inside of all of us, that is in the midst of us tonight, that all things are possible to us to believe. Ephesians 3.20 said, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works within us. We thank you, Father, for the possibilities of God. We thank you for the gifts of the Spirit that are here tonight. Manifestation, the nine manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. We thank you for three power gifts, three revelation gifts, three utterance gifts. We release them in the building. Angels of God ministering spirits that are sent to render service for those who inherited salvation. We commission you now to go to your post of duty. Bring body parts, bring messages, bring what you need into this service for the sake of the people for love. Now, Father, I thank you tonight that the eyes of our understanding are enlightened. We know the hope of our calling and what is the riches of the glorious inheritance as being saints. Father, right now we lift up Pastor Dosik overseas. Father, in Pakistan, I pray times of refreshment and anointing upon him. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost drop on him as he's speaking the word of God with boldness. Let there be millions of people come to the Lord through his ministry yet. 
Father, I pray for a strong, strong, strong refreshment to come upon him. I pray divine protection over him right now. Father, we right now release angels right now to protect that mighty man of God and Brother Eric, whoever's with him right now. You said, are not all ministering spirits sent to render service for those who've inherited salvation? So right now, one could release a thousand, two could release 10,000. Father, we can release a lot of angels. Angels of God, you go right now and protect that man of God in a foreign country where there's a lot of wickedness and darkness. And we bind the forces of hell that would try to interfere with him abroad and with this church in the realm of the spirit. I exercise divine authority right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I thank you for financial increase that comes to this church like never before. I thank you, Lord, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. I thank you for increase, Psalms 115, verse 14, and the Lord shall increase them more and more, him and his family and the church family. I speak increase in the realm of the spirit over them spiritually, intellectually. I thank you right now that the anointing of God from heaven is being released in this building even greater right now as I speak. And then again in 2 Chronicles 5, verse 13 and 14, as I just prayed, when the singers and trumpeters became as one, lifting their voice, saying, The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. Then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, to the point that the ministers could not stand. For the glory of the Lord did fill the house. And then in Second Chronicles 7, verse 1, when the singers and trumpeters, in the same like manner, when Solomon made an end of prayer, the fire came down from heaven, burnt the sacrifice and offerings. And the glory of the Lord did fill the house. And then Isaiah 40 verse 5 says, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed not only corporately, but within the body itself. For we shall all see it together. And then Psalm 63, 1, 2, and 3, David said, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. To see thy glory and thy power as I have seen in the sanctuary previously. And then, Father, in Exodus 33, 18, Moses said, I beseech thee, O Lord, show me your glory. So you hit him in the face from your face and hit him in a cleft of a rock and let him see your back parts. But I thank you now we can have the glory of God permeating from us like Moses came down from the mountain, had to put a veil over his face for the glory of the Lord did shown. We're not putting any more veils over us, Father. We release the power of God in this church in a greater measure. And then Acts chapter 2, verse 1, said when the day of Pentecost had fully come there, one place, one accord, suddenly like a rushing mighty wind, God, you filled the house where they were seated, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with tongue, cloven tongues of fire. And then you said there were devout men out of 17 nations. Some were mocking, some were saying, what does this mean? Many were amazed, but Peter, standing with the 11, said, you men of Judea and Samaria, be this known unto you, that these men are not drunk as you suppose, for it's the third hour of the day, which is nine in the morning. But this is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel, some 70 years before, that in the latter days I'll pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Young men see visions. Old men dream dreams. And upon my handmaidens and my servants, I will pour out my spirit in the latter days. And so, Father, we thank you for fresh oil. Psalms 92 and verse 10 tonight. Thank you for the gifts of healings, workings of miracles, tongues interpretation, prophecy, Nine manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit to be released in here tonight. And devil, we bind you. 
you hindering, lying spirits. I break you now over their lives. I bind the activity of hell and declare the saints of God free to serve God all the days of their life in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now lift your hands and thank him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. How many of you sense the anointing already? It's dropping in here. Like, like Charlie Brown. You remember Linus? Yeah, a little cloud follow him. Everywhere I go, I got a cloud that follows me. It's not a dirty one. It's a godly cloud. Hallelujah. October 18th, 1980. Uh, as a young man, I was 17 years old. Kind of dates me now, so now you all know how my age. I know I only look 30, but... But uh, I'm getting younger by the moment, you know. Amen. Uh, I went to uh, a storefront outreach in Niagara Falls, New York. I was invited by another gentleman and a, a friend of mine who now passes a church in Nashville of about 3,000 members. And he was touched mightily by the power of God. We both were in that service and we went. And it was the day that I received Jesus as my Savior. And... Uh, Quite frankly, I was raised in a Catholic home, you know, and uh, we, had, we were taught. Were you raised Catholic? No? Okay. Uh, Pentecostal, good, good. Anybody raised Catholic? My dominoes are better. You're your dominoes? And, uh, you know, the, the Catholic religion, you know, would, you know, it taught us a deep respect for the things of God, but they missed the power. You know, I, I, as, a, as a young man, I used to see, the, 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 we used to have these big uh, Bibles, you know, they looked like a big gun smoke lunch pail or a big, you ever seen those gold ones, you know, on the table? As a young kid, I would open the pages up and look through and I'd see angels and pictures of, you know, all kinds of things. I, I'd get spooked as a little kid, you know, like kind of scared me a little bit, you know? Anybody ever feel that way when you were little? None of you, you're all soldiers and never felt, you know, okay. Kind of a crowd I got tonight. In any case, so you know, I, I you know, the, you remember the pictures of Jesus, you know, where you look at him and you know, you had the burning heart, you know, and you saw the flame of heart, and then and then and then when you would look at his eyes, you remember the picture? You look at the eyes and they would follow you. How many of you remember that? Seriously, I still can't figure it out. It's kind of spooky, isn't it? I don't know. I, some religions have this kind of a spooky feel about it, you know? So I remember my aunt's house, you know, the total size of the house was probably about a thousand square foot, and we'd all, holidays, we'd all meet together, and, you know, our family was larger. We were all on top of each other, but we loved each other because Italians are like that. Italians, is the, he who speaks the loudest is heard, and you have fun, and you have fellowship, and everybody's laughing and having fun, and, you know, Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. What are you doing? You know, it's fun. You should get around Italian families a little more, you know? I miss my parents to this day. You know, they're in heaven now. My dad was a uh, CEO, an executive, a leader, a businessman, but a very good man, loving, high-integrity man, loved the Lord. You know, had uh, he was the president of his company, had six partners underneath him, and in the city of Niagara Falls, they owned four drugstores, and we were raised in a good Italian family. Catholic home, you know, and my mom was the sweetest thing you'd ever want to see. She was four foot eleven. She was Miss Niagara Falls. She was absolutely beautiful, you know. And she used to always say, you know, uh, you know, uh, mighty, uh, mighty things come in small packages, and that was true, you know, because she really was. She was industrious. She worked hard. I'd never seen a woman work so hard in my life, and yet love people so much. 
And I've always said, you know, I, I trust that I was able to get my mom's heart to love people and my dad's leadership gifts. So I tried to get the best of both of them, you know, working hard at it. But in any case, we would go to my aunt's house, you know, and, and uh, again, you know, it was a small little house. And, you know, when we were, they only had one bathroom in the, the whole house, you know. And then you had to walk up these uh, kind of these stairwells that were squeaky, you know. Every some of those old houses, you hit the stairwell and squeak. Anybody? All right, so you hear me, and I go up the stairs, I was just a little kid, you know, squeak, 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 you know, and I get, and I turn the corner and go up four more steps, and there was a picture of Jesus staring at you, right by the bathroom. And I, I, and I was a little kid, it like, you know, I'd like to wet my pants before I even got to the bathroom because of that picture, it just scared me. And then I'd look to the left, his eyes would follow me, angel, and I, and I go to the right, he'd follow me, I just might as well just wet my pants now because I'm spooked. Are you listening to me? Now, what's that got to do with anything? I don't know, but it's a good story. (laughs) I got saved when I was 17 years old. I came out of Catholicism. And I went into a storefront outreach, and they were teaching about our living relationship with Jesus Christ. And I thought, man, I, you know... I thought we were I thought we were Christians. I didn't know, but then I heard, you know, Romans 10 verse 10 says what 9 and 10 says what the heart man believes unto righteousness and with mouth confessions made unto salvation. And so I came to the realization that just, you know, going to church didn't make me a Christian as much as you park going sitting in a garage would make you a car. Are you there? So I realized that I had to accept Christ as my Savior, and one thing I had to do was, first of all, was believe in my heart and say, hey, I believe Jesus died for my sins, went to the cross, and was resurrected on the third day. And then I realized with my mouth, that my mouth was the vehicle by which I would accept him and I could re- he would come inside of me. And so I remember when I was 17 years old, October 18th, I was 17 years old, and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior and when I did that, I had a really strong conversion. I was something very powerful. I didn't, I was like, whoa, what in the world is this? You know, and, and like a floodgates of God's power came and hit me. And I was like this 17-year-old kid. And I'm like, whoa, man, this is not a form of religion. This is real, man. This is the real deal, you know? How many of you know this is real? You know, the Bible says in the latter days there'll be those that have a form of godliness, 2 Timothy 3 and verse 5, they have a form of godliness that denies the power. The the Berkeley's translation says they'll go to church just to build strangers to the power. But this was real. This was real. You know it's real, man. No, it's, you know, you know, you you ever seen like on the, when we were kids, on the table they have the artificial fruit? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Artificial banana, look like a banana, grapes and all that stuff. Remember when you were kids, you'd chew the grapes and throw stuff and acted crazy, right? See, everything looked like it was real. Everything looks the part, but it's artificial. But let me tell you something. When you get saved and you accept Christ, the artificial element is gone, man. This thing is real. This is a divine impartation of life that comes and good to see you. The life of God came in me and I was born again. But you know what else happened? I, I was blown away. I mean, I got born. I, was, I didn't know what was going on. I was scrolling on the $3 bill, still trying to learn some things. And, and all of a sudden, when I was in this, this, I was in this lost, I began, on, out of my belly began to flow a tongue from heaven began to come up out of my belly, 
I began to speak with a tongue that I didn't even know what in the world is going on here. One minute I'm speaking English and all of a sudden Robosti Kibrango Radishti Kambanga Radishta Kupola Manganjale Visto Kupronda Rabasto and this river of a flow of tongues began to flow out of me. And I was like, whoa. How many of you have ever had that experience? And I was blown away. You know, and if you look at, you know, Isaiah 28. Now, if you study out the Old Testament, you'll see that there's seven manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit that operate in the Old Testament, two of them that didn't operate except for the birthing of the church, the glossolalia experience of the day of Pentecost, where tongues and interpretation are introduced to us as part of the new creation man. Are you listening to me? And so I was blown away, you know. So Isaiah says it like this. Isaiah literally is a prophet. He prophesied of a time when tongues would, the people would speak in a different tongue. He said it like this, Isaiah 28, 11. He said, with stammering lips and another tongue, I will speak through my people in that day, and this shall be the refreshing that I spoke of. One translation says, with jabbering lips. That's kind of funny, isn't it? Jabbering, jabbering lips. And so Isaiah prophesied. He had a vision. He looked in. He didn't know what he was prophesying, but he was prophesying the day of the outpouring of the Acts chapter 2 where the church would get filled with the Holy Spirit and speak with other tongues as evidence. Now Acts 1.8 says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the other most parts of the earth. And so, the glossolalia experience is the most phenomenal gift that you've been given. And, uh, you know, 1 Corinthians 10, or 14 verse 10 says, for God's not the author of confusion. There's many voices in the world, none without significance. And there's whole religious circles that will contend and fight against the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they don't even know what they're missing. Are you listening to me? Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 5, Paul, the Apostle Paul, speaking by the inspiration of the Spirit, said, I would that you all would speak in other tongues. Are you listening to me? Now, if you go down to verse 18... The Apostle Paul said this, I thank my God that I speak in other tongues more than you all. Wow. Now he's writing to the church at Corinth. The Amplified Bible says it like this, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than the entire church at Corinth. Whoa. So now with my lightning fast mind, it intrigued me, so I went and I, I began to study a little bit and I began to find out what was the actual population of Corinth? And I began to, you know, biblical scholars say it was about between 90,000 to 100,000 people at Corinth. Pretty big, that's not the church itself, but that's the, like the location, the population of, of that area of Corinth in Greece. And so 
So I began, my mind began to run, and I, and I began to study some more, and I found out that there were actually five different locations that the Corinthian church had, kind of like you have here. It's very similar, like, you know, campuses, whatever you want to say, but there were five different churches. And so, you know, usually, I don't know, this usually is kind of my, kind of my observation. Some people have different observations, but usually, whatever the city is, usually about 10%, the church has it. So, so let's say that the, the city was 100,000 people, then 10,000 would more than likely be the church. Sometimes there are situations where the church is larger in areas than they just take over, and then there's other sides where there's less. But for just for sake of purposes with patterns that I've seen, so you could say that probably about 10,000 people were in the minimal, just, just speculating, so bear with me. You know, I'm not trying to say that I have it all down perfectly, but you could say just about, there was probably about 10,000 people in the Corinthian church between five locations. If it was 10% of 100,000 of the cities, 10,000 broken up in five different churches. And Paul said, I think my God is speaking tongues more than the entire church at Corinth. So if that's the case, he must have went to bed speaking in tongues. When he woke up to use the restroom, he was speaking in tongues. When he got up in the morning, he was speaking in tongues. When he took a shower or whatever he did, I don't know. Took a bath in the Galilee or something, I don't know. Wherever, he must have been speaking in tongues all the time. Are you listening to me? Are you there? So then you go down to verse 39. Well, I don't know about that tongues. Well, Paul said right in verse 39, forbid not to speak in tongues. Well, that's of the devil. No, it's not of the devil. You're exhibiting your ignorance. Why would the devil give you something that would empower you to kick his hiney? That's a misnomer, isn't it? That don't even make sense. So people say, if it's of the devil, then people can say, well, then stay away from it. And the devil says, yay! Because that's the very power source that you tap into that kicks his rear end. I know that's not good King James, but I just talk straight. You with me? So then the devil's tried to sell this a lie that speaking in tongues is of the devil. But no, it's of God. It's part of the plan and purpose of God. Isaiah prophesied about it. And there's other portion uh, that Pastor Rob shared a scripture with me. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to look at that later. But let me say this to you. Tongues is one of the most powerful weapons that you possess when it comes to combating the spirit, spiritual forces of darkness. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 says, though we live in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. Listen to me. For the weapons of our warfare, now you've got weapons in your warfare, are not carnal, they're not in the natural. Let me tell you something, you can't take an M16 and shoot demons, they don't work. Are you listening to me? You can't. It doesn't work. You say, why is that? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. For pulling down strongholds. For casting down imaginations. And every lofty thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now I'll say it to you like this. You either pull down strongholds or they pull you down. You either cast down imaginations of the enemy or they cast you down. 
You either bring every thought captive obedient to the word, or those thoughts will bring you captive obedient to darkness. So the weapons that we have are not carnal, but they are mighty. And speaking in other tongues and the nine manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit are the artillery and the supernatural TNT gunpowder to kick the forces of hell right out the door. Come on now. Hallelujah. The devil's already had ten hernias, I'm teaching. So he said in 1 Corinthians 14 in verse 5. Now you understand, this is a subject we could teach weeks and weeks and weeks on, but I'm going to have to touch on a few things to stir something in you tonight. I'm going to wet the whistle and stir you up in this area. He said, I would that you all speak in other tongues. Are you listening to me? Now, let's go to the day of Pentecost, because now this is the very point. Now, in the Old Testament, there's seven manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. You could go study that all. I have a whole teaching, I don't know how many CDs on the gifts of the Spirit I've taught on. I don't have it with us. Now, in the New Testament, now we grab the other two. Now, let's go to the day of Pentecost, because we've got to take a look at this closely, Okay. Now, the Bible says when the day of Pentecost had fully come. This is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel. Now, it's something that's being fulfilled. Jesus said to them, he appeared to them, he breathed in them. When he was resurrected from the grave, he breathed on them. He said, receive the eternal life. And they said, did not our hearts burn within us? And he said, before you go do anything, he said, go to Jerusalem and tarry on high. For you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses, both of Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and other parts of this. So you, you, before you go venture out, you wait there and get filled with the Holy Spirit, get empowered from on high, and take the goods and the weapons of your warfare that are not carnal but mighty. You get it. Bam. Are you listening to me? So now when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were in one place, and I shared about that just earlier, in one accord, and then the Bible says suddenly. I love the suddenlies of God. God can move suddenly in anything. One suddenly of God, you could be in the most difficult situation financially. And one suddenly, somebody write you a check for 10 grand. It's all over with. Boom. You could be sick as a cow. And one suddenly, the power of God hits you and you're healed, healthy, and whole. And it's done over. Are you listening to me? You could be absolutely perplexed as to what your next step is and go pray in tongues and in one snapshot in the spirit, God show you and it's over with. I got it. Just like that. That's the suddenlies. You're never out of the ball game. I don't care what your, you, listen to me, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They wouldn't bow. They would not bow to King Nebuchadnezzar, which is a form of Satan, and he heated up the furnace seven times, but there was the fourth man in the fire, which was the word of the living God. The fire of God was greater than the fire that was in the world. You get full of that Holy Ghost power, man. You can walk through anything. We'll run through a troop, leap over a wall. Hallelujah, because the anointing. Come on now. Amen? You're with me, right? So, so they were one accord suddenly, like a rushing mighty wind. What, what do you mean rushing? God was, all, the, all these years he couldn't live on the inside of man. He was in a rush. He couldn't wait to get back on the inside of you. 
And then 120. I would wonder, why was there only 120 in the upper room? Why wasn't there 300? Why wasn't there 500? Why are there only 300 here tonight? 150. Why? Why couldn't we be packed every seat? Hunger. 120, one in the upper room. The hungry ones will always get filled. The hungry ones will be at his feet. Blessed are, Matthew 5, 6, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be what? Hunger filled. When you start getting hungry, are you listening to me? And your, your backbone starts, when you fast a little bit and you start feeling that hunger level and you start turning it into spiritual things and you start getting filled up with God and eating meals from the eternal realm, now you're on the right track. Are you listening to me? Is this helping you tonight? So he says, suddenly like a rushing mighty wind, God filled the house. So what God does is he comes in a building first and then he goes in to fill vessels first, next. That's why when you come to service, the anointing's in the atmosphere, but he says, behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If any man opens that door, I will come into him and I will sup with him. So I've seen people, you know, like in the spirit, it's for, here's how I can explain to you. Like John G. Lake said, if a man or woman comes into a service and they sit there and stare, they've lacked an encounter with God. Are you listening to me? So this, here's how it is. There's some people in the service, I see it open like this, and I watch the anointing go right into it. I see other people like an umbrella. That's how they do it. I swear to God, that's how it is in the spirit. Got an umbrella up, they sit there like a mannequin at Foley's or Dillard's or... And they stare, want God to do everything, brush their teeth, blink their eyes for them, breathe for them. Lord, please clip my toenails. Lord, go to work for me tomorrow. Lord, iron my clothes. Lord said, uh, maybe you get off your bohunkus and do something and I'll help you. That went over real well. You know what a bohunkus is? I forget it. <laughs> oh, boy. Suddenly, like a rushing mighty wind, he filled the house where they were seated. There's 120 hungry people. They were anticipating a move. They were anticipating, what's going to happen? What is this thing? What's Joel been talking about? I'm not talking about Joel Osteen. Hi, everybody. I'm not talking about Joel Osteen. This was the prophet Joel. Something's coming. What is it? Are you ready? They're talking. Do you know what's coming? He's going to pour something on us. What is this all about? Man, I'm getting there early. Are you getting there early? I ain't, you know, you need to close the door on me. I'm getting in the upper room. You better not take my seat. There's some people used to sit in the front. Then they went back four chairs. Then went back eight chairs. Then went out the door and haven't come back. The hungry ones get filled. Come on now. Need to put the Rocky theme on. Come on, you need to get your hunger back. Now, I know, I know you're hungry because you're here. This message is for those that are watching. You that are at home tonight, you should have been here tonight. God still loves you, and I pray power on you right now. Amen. And stop eating those Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
probably somebody eating Cheetos right now. He says, they're convicted. Oh my God, how did he know that? God's got my number. I'll guarantee you somebody's eating Cheetos. I'll guarantee it. Doritos? Yeah. <laughs> Are you there? Suddenly, like a rushing mighty wind, God filled the house where they were seated. Can you imagine them? In the, can you imagine being in the upper room that day? It's coming. It's coming. Where is it? God filled that house. They had the eye of the tiger. These were some hungry people. And all of a sudden, they got filled. Stuff will go inside of you. Anointing goes in you. It flows in. I'm constantly going into the realm of the spirit, getting full and unleashing, releasing and coming back and getting full. That's all I do. I get full and I unleash. And I get full and I release. And I get full and I release. And that's how you do. Because you know you leak, right? Have you found that out yet? You leak. So you have to stay full of God. Ephesians 5.18, be not drunk with wine, where is an excess which is foolishness? The literal Greek says, be being filled with the Holy Ghost. It's an ongoing process. There's one infilling, but many refillings. Just like your car, just like when you eat, you have to be filled constantly with the power of God. Is this helping you tonight? Amen. Suddenly, like a rushing mighty wind, God filled the house where the hungry were seated, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, the substance of God, the third person of deity, for there are three that bear record in heaven. 1 John 5, 7, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not Casper the friendly ghost. He is an actual person of the deity. He came to move in the hearts of men. You become a Jedi Knight. <laughs> the force is with you now. She liked that. I had to say that for her in the back because she watches Star Wars. And then the scripture says in verse 3, that they began to speak with cloven tongues of fire. Everybody say cloven tongues. You know what the word cloven means? A divided tongue. What does that mean? Like, Lord, what, what's a divided? I'll tell you what it means. It's a different tongue from the human vocabulary vernacular. This was a language from the third person of deity that moved in. You got it? Now, there are 7,100 different languages in the world. Did you know that? Now you know. So if I were to go to France, they would be speaking French. And if somebody got filled with the Holy Ghost in France, the same Holy Ghost language of tongues would begin to speak separately because the Holy Spirit moved in with his vernacular and his language. 
And cloven tongues means a divided tongue, one that's different from that which is of earth. It's the voice of the third person of deity, according to 1 John 5, 7. If you go to Mexico, they would speak Espanol, but then the same Holy Spirit that moved in would speak his vernacular, speaking in other tongues, a different language from heaven. Are you listening to me? So that if you went to Italy, that's where God lives. I'll tell you, God lives in Italy. He does. <laughs> You speak Italy, the language Italiano, but then the Holy Spirit moves in. And the third person of deity and his vernacular begins to move in. The third person of deity moves in. And he speaks his language. Are you listening to me? So recently, just, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so, little, little, uh, I was in India and we spoke to, I don't know, between 25, 30,000 people. This was in the church, not like crusades, because you get those mass crusades like you're, you're, but this is the churches. I was in churches. I was in Mumbai. I was in, uh, what's the other one? Bangalore. I was in uh, Andre Pradesh, South India. I went from church to church to church to church to church. Large crowds of people. You listen to me? And they speak Hindu, speak a Hindu language. So now I'm speaking English and I have an interpreter. And the interpreter takes my English language and speaks it in Hindu. Do you know what the Holy Spirit does? He is an interpreter. He takes heaven's language that comes from God Almighty and the Word, which he'll illuminate, and he interprets heaven's agenda into your heart. He is an interpreter of the voice of God. Ooh, that ought to make you a happy camper. So John 16, 30 says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come? He'll not speak on his own behalf, but that which he hears, he shall speak and show you things to come. 1 Corinthians 2, 8 says, What I cannot see, what ear cannot hear, these are natural eyes and ears. What I cannot see, what ear cannot hear, all that has entered the heart of man, the things which God's prepared for us, he's revealing those things to us by the spirit, the vernacular of heaven, the interpreter of heaven. For the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit will take that which is complex from the Father's heart concerning the assignment of your life, direction you have, and he will make it simple. Speak with a language inside of you to show you things to come, to illuminate what your eyes can't see, what your ears cannot hear and to make clear the mysteries of the heavens that our natural man cannot perceive. Now, I spoke last night about the power of the spoken word and how powerful your words are. 
Let me tell you something. The Bible says in Romans 8, 26, that we don't know how to pray as we ought. We know how to pray. We know how to pray. We don't know how to pray as we ought. So there's some things we don't know how to pray. But I'm here to tell you, when you come to the end of your confession, when you pray in tongues, God picks up his confession. And he begins to take it to the next level and prophesy your future and the things that need to be prayed out that you don't know because you're limited in your flesh. But God sees it all. Woo, you got inside information, honey. Go ahead. Yeah. So Paul said, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you. And he said, I would that you all spoke in tongues. And in verse 39, he said, forbid not to speak in other tongues. Why? Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Tongues is the doorway into the miraculous. It is the doorway into the mind of the Spirit. It is the doorway into the mind of God and His leading and guidance for your life. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. We stop right there, we'd be happy and go home. I sense the anointing dropping right now. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven for a minute. Let him fill you. Let him, let him come into you. Let, you have to become acquainted with the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. He wants you to do business with him. How many of you sense the anointing? My goodness. Here it comes. My goodness. Lift, 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 lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands up to God. How many of you sense that anointing? It's here strong. My goodness. Now, Ephesians 6.18 says this, praying always. You can just stay in the present. You can just, whatever, just stay connected. Praying always. Everybody say always. With all manner of prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Everybody say in the Spirit. So Paul talks about praying in the Spirit. That's praying in other tongues. Are you listening to me? Philippians chapter 2 and verse 2 says, if there's any participation in the Spirit. So we're called to participate in the realm of the Spirit by praying in other tongues. Are you listening to me? Amen. Now, if you go to Mark chapter 16, and now you begin to see what Jesus said before he left, he said... Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every living creature. He said, those that believe shall be saved, and those that believe not shall be damned. And then he begins to talk about signs. 
He says, these signs, you never seen a billboard on the side of the road? This is signs. These are signs that follow the believers. He said, these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, notice the location. They shall what? Cast out devils. The first thing that God gave you as a sign was divine authority. Divine authority in his name to cast the devil out, to exercise authority over him in your life. The Bible says in James 4, 7, says, Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Ephesians 4, 27 says, Neither give place to the devil. The Bible says in Colossians uh, 2.10 says, you're complete in him who is head over all principalities and powers. Colossians 1.13 says, he hath delivered you out of the dominion of darkness and transferred you into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom you have dominion and authority. Genesis 1.26 said, let us make man after our image, after our likeness, and let him have dominion. And the Bible says in the Amplified, complete authority. Let us, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, make man in our image after our likeness and let him have complete authority. So you have complete authority over the forces of hell that are coming against you and you need to bind them, take authority over them, chase them off and tell them to go in his name. Depression, go. Sickness, go. Fear, go. In Jesus' name, you have dominion in his name. The Bible says, no evil shall befall you, nor any plague come nigh your dwelling place. For he's given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways, lest you dash your foot as a stone. Isaiah 54, 17 says, no weapon formed against you can prosper, for his righteousness is of you. And his, his righteousness. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned, for this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. Greater is he that lives in you than he that is in the world. Just John 4 and 4. You are of God, beloved, and overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. First John 3 and 8 said the Son of Man appeared for this purpose. Why would you come? To destroy the works of the devil over your life. And the greater one lives on the inside of you and you master through the master who's in you. Now, what are you going to do with it? Pick it up and use it. If you're afraid to go through a door, kick it open. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound, well-balanced, disciplined mind. Isaiah 41.10, he said, Fear thou not, for I am with you and in you. Neither be dismayed or discouraged, for I'm your God, for I will strengthen you. I will help you and uphold you through the right hand of my righteousness. And those that strive with you will literally come to nothing. He told Israel, I will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. And those that dig a ditch for your feet, they'll fall into it themselves. And Isaiah 41.11 says, because God favors you, your enemies fail to take you down. You ain't going down. You aren't going down. You ain't no pushover. You're a master in Christ Jesus. You have dominion and authority. Now wake up to it and use it. 
devil hates when we speak on these terms. But you have an authority, the authority of the believer is inside. You're taught well around here, but I'm just reinforcing what's been told. Say, in Jesus' name, I cast out devils. Cast them out of your house. If you want more of G-O-D, stop watching HBO. Or the young and the toothless. Or the days of our strife. Are you listening to me? You've got to come you out and be separate, say the Lord. Touch not the unclean. You can't, if you're going to live, if you're going to live in the world and sin, you're going to, your authority, the devil will laugh at you. You've got to live right. That's really good, brother Chris. Say it again. I will. You've got to live right. If you miss it, God's merciful. He'll forgive you. Just get back and get right back on with it, you know. Get back right on with it. Get back, confess your sins. He's faithful and just to forgive you. Cleanse you and get back right in position. Get back busy for Jesus. Get back busy. Get back in the game. Get back in the game. So he said, in my name, you'll cast. These are the weapons of our warfare. You are dangerous. You hear me? I said, you're dangerous. If you find out who you are and you find out your authority and begin to use it, mm-mm. And the second thing he said, he said, you'll speak with other tongues. Wow. Isn't that amazing? He put that in the category of a sign and an empowerment. Why? Because tongues... Is a doorway into the miraculous. Well, the Bible says, He that speaks in an unknown tongue, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4, edifies. You know what the word edify means? Build up. Like charger, like a battery. You get charged with the power of God. I prayed all afternoon in tongues to get charged up to come into battle to to confront the forces of hell. So he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men. You don't speak to men, but unto God. In the spirit you speak mysteries. You speak out the plans. It's not a mystery. You think God's confused? Mysteries to your head become clear. If something's a mystery, it's not a mystery to God because he's all-knowing. It's a mystery to you, because if you don't have the answer, you pray in tongues, and the answer will come from God. It's simple. Amen? So he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. So those mysteries of whatever you're praying about, he'll take that which is a mystery to you and make it clear so that it's not a mystery anymore. And verse 4 says, he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies. Edify means to charge. So that means to me, like when Paul said, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than y'all, you know why he did that? Because he was charging himself up with the power of God to take, he's the same guy that said, my speech and my preaching is not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration and power of the Holy Ghost, that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. What was the key? Speaking in tongues. One of the keys. But big. A big part. Brother Hagen, Dad Hagen said, I'm going to read something to you. Is that okay? 
I'll read something to you. Listen to what he said. Kenneth E. Hagin. The greatest things that ever happened to me, the greatest miracles, the greatest healing miracles, the greatest financial miracles came after prolonged times of praying in other tongues. Woo, praying things out. So how's the money going to come? Praying tongues and the Holy Ghost will start prophesying and working it out and praying it through for you. Let him go to work for you. The ministry today, what we're in and what we've been doing and what we have been doing for the last numerous years came as a result of praying in other tongues. Everything. Tongues. See why the devil wants to fight it so bad? God didn't fill you with the Holy Ghost so that you could just say, oh yeah, I got it. Mm -hmm, mm, yeah, I got it. What are we doing with it? I augie doggy dare you to pray in tongues and stir yourself up and get full of God. Amen. All your problems start going away. The more you get full of stuff, the devil, like I said, flies don't land on hot burners. Are you listening to me? So no, John G. Lake said it like this. He said, I don't like to get in extremes, but one thing I like to do get in extremes is pray in other tongues. I, I'm kind of like Lake. I'm extreme. I really am extreme. I know you don't believe that, but but you have to be extreme in the hour we're living in because the devil's playing all out hard. And you better pick up the weapons of your warfare and start playing. So he said you'd speak with new tongues. It's amazing, isn't it? The gift, the glossolalia experience has been given to you to benefit you so that you could be a powerhouse for God. So when Paul says, I, I thank my God to speak in tongues more than y'all, he was saying, I pray in tongues just like you, but in a matter of numerical time that I've invested, I did more than you because I had to. I didn't have a choice. So how much time you've been praying in tongues? Well, we prayed in tongues back in 1958 when Grandpa fell off the porch and we've got him up, you know. Really? Well, that was good. But we're in the year 2022. Everything you want to know, everything, every mystery, everything, all your direction, everything that God's planning for you, every directive, guidance, everything that you need. Psalms 32, 80 said he instruct you and teach you the way you should go, guide you with his eyes upon you. Psalms, or, uh, where is it, Isaiah 42, 16, he'll lead you in paths you haven't known yet, make the dark places light, the crooked paths straight. These things will do and not forsake you. The Bible says, for as many as are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. Proverbs 28, 20, the Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Everything you want to know about your future and every situation and the new direction and everything needs to be birthed out and prayed out right here. Praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. For the voice of the Lord is upon the many waters. Psalms 29 says, and then Jesus said on that last great day, he stood up and cried and said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For this he spake of the spirit that was not yet given, for Jesus was not your glory, for out of your belly would flow. So in the natural, rivers flow downstream. In the supernatural, down in your belly, it flows up. And the voice of the Lord is upon the many waters. And you start praying in tongues long enough, you're going to start praying stuff up. For lack of better terms, you start regurgitating the will of God. 
Are you listening to me? Pray it out. Pray it up. And then when you get it, mix faith with it. Start moving with it. Because except the Lord build the house, they the labor, labor, and faint. And you can go build and do it, everything you want out of your head. But I'm here to tell you, you need to do it out of the mind of God, out of your spirit. For that which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is life and everlasting. So I don't, do, don't want to do anything except it comes down from this region. That's why I'm connected with this church supernaturally. I'm connected here because these people follow the Holy Ghost. Everything they've done has been birthed out of prayer. Her, her, and her, her husband and your pastor... You're what? They are people of prayer and fasting. And you're, I know her husband, I know he fasts and prays. He's fasting and praying to get what? The mind of God. If you can get the mind of God through the Spirit and put legs to it and put faith with it and move, you'll be successful. Jesus said, I don't do anything I don't hear the Father tell me to do. What's he saying? I'm listening down here. I always check down here, out of your belly. The throne of your spirit is your belly. That's where God guides you. Down here. You ever had your head going somewhere? Like here, thinking about this, down the outside? Down here, I feel like you're in a shower, your socks on. Did you get that? You ever had somebody talk to you? Oh, my God, God spoke to me to go do this. And you're sitting there looking at him. You're like, on the inside, you're like, Argh! like a tilt on a pinball machine. Pastor, you know that, right? You know that. How many times have people come to you? And only, you're like, on the inside, you're like, uh-uh, that ain't right. Because in the inside, you don't, because this spirit bears witness with our spirit. It ain't the spirit of God. It's just them and their enthusiasm wanting to do something. We've got to filter everything we do through the spirit. Get the mind of God. Is this helping you tonight? Man, you see why the devil's fought speaking in tongues so much? Because it's the doorway into the miraculous. It's the doorway into the power. It's the doorway into the gifts of the Spirit. Now, if you go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8, it says, Who is he that ascended, but the same that descended into the lower parts of the earth? Speaking of Jesus. When he ascended on high, the Bible says he gave gifts unto men. First apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly evangelists, pastors and teachers for the perfect of the saints. So now he lists the fivefold ministry gifts, right? Like a hand. The fivefold ministry gifts. Now, Paul in 1 Corinthians 12 kind of goes ahead and talks a little bit different. He adds a little bit, adds a little bit to it that we don't get from Ephesians 4, the fivefold ministry gifts. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 27, he talks about the fivefold ministry gifts, but in there he adds diversities of tongues, tongues and interpretation and diversities of tongues. So now, when you think about diversities, you think about something that's plural, right? If somebody had diversities of abilities, you'd say, well, that guy's multi-purpose, you know, he's got a lot of talents or he's Gifted in many different areas. How many know diversities is something that's plural, right? You're with me, right? So the Apostle Paul talks about the fivefold ministry gifts, but then he adds on there tongues and interpretation. You know, there's, there's actually a ministry of tongues and interpretation in the church. Are you listening to me? And he calls it diversity. Everybody say diversities. So now, obviously, you know, this is a big subject, but I'm going to hit a few things just to, just to kind of stir you, okay? Is this okay? Okay, I, my experience in looking into the word, I found four actual diversities of tongues, and I'll touch on them real quickly. All right, you ready? Okay, the first diversity or operation of tongues is tongues on the day of Pentecost. Okay, now help me with this, Brother Chris. Okay, I will. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were in one place, one accord, suddenly like a rushing mighty wind, God filled the house where they received. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, with cloven tongues of fire, which was a different 
vernacular through the Holy Spirit moving in. And then it says, the 17th verse says, Peter stood up and said, this is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel. Then in the latter days he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh, sons and daughters prophesy, young men see visions, old men dreams, and upon my hand and servants. I will speak to that day. Now the Bible says, when they were speaking of the tongues, it says there were 17 men from different, people from 17 different, I counted it one day, there were 17 different people with different, came from different regions with a different tongue, a different vernacular. Did you know that? So they all didn't understand. That'd be like people coming from Italy and you're speaking Italian, or you're speaking English. Are you there? So here's what happened on the day of Pentecost. The Bible says they heard them speaking in their own tongue. So that means when they were speaking in tongues, those that had different languages heard them when they spoke in tongues. From their end, they heard preaching of the gospel. Did you get that? Okay, let me help you with that. Uh, it's like going uh, overseas, and I'm preaching, and my interpreter is giving them the message. That's what the Spirit of God does. He's an interpreter. Let's say my interpreter had a fainted, and then I started speaking in tongues, and I was actually sp speaking in tongues, but they heard me speaking in English language or their language, whatever it might be. Are you with me? You got it, right? Okay. I was in a church in... Uh, Louisiana, and uh, I'll just kind of give you an illustration real quick, and I, I was, the power of God had fallen, and I was just uh, up front, and I was just up waiting the power of God, and I was began to speak other tongues, and I was speaking something, and I just praying in tongues, it was on me, and we went and ministered to the sick, and did a bunch of things, and then a gentleman, you know, businessman in the back walked in, he said, brother, brother Chris, can I talk to you? I said, sure. He said, do you speak Italian? I said, no. I'm Italian, but I don't speak Italian. Well, he was Italian, which is unusual for Louisiana to find a bunch of Italian people. They usually get, you know, hijacked and thrown in garbage cans. I'm just kidding. A lot of Cajun folk down there, you know? Get you some gumbo and what else, Pastor Rob? What else? <laughs> some crawfish. Woo! Scavenger food. Praise the Lord. Any case... <laughs> He said, I don't know if you know this, but when you were up there and praying in tongues, you were speaking fluid Italian to me, and I've been praying to God about some things, and you told me the answer when you were speaking in tongues. You get it? I was speaking in tongues, but I was speaking. I didn't know what I was doing. A tongue? I was speaking. That's the first diversity of tongues. I was speaking Italian right to him and answered something he'd been praying about. See, that's an operation of the Spirit. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. They were speaking in tongues. There were people out of 17 different nations with different dialects, and they all heard the message from God. That is miraculous. You got it? Okay, what's the second diversity for the sake of time? It's 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 27 says, tongues and interpretation. Now you know that tongues and interpretation equals prophecy, right? Because you're taught well around. You know what tongues is like? Tongues and interpretation is like two nickels that equal a dime. You got me? Have you ever been in a service where the power of God, you know, pastor had a great service and anointing came in and then somebody was got quiet and then somebody came with a tongue. It was under the unction of the Holy Spirit. And then Miss Phyllis stood up and said, Thus saith the Lord, all of you need to take me uh, and fly me to Hawaii. 
That was God, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm having fun with you, but you understand, tongues and interpretation is in a public setting, and it's equal to prophecy. And what's prophecy? All prophecy is given for what? Edification, exhortation, and comfort. So if somebody prophesied something to you and said, you're a bunch of backslidden buzzards going to hell, and God's mad at you and wants you to hit you with a billy club into, into next year, you know that's not of God. Edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's what Paul said. Test prophecy by that. Edification. Does it edify you? Does it exhort you? Does it comfort you? Because anytime there's a public prophecy that comes through tongues and interpretation, it's usually to build people up and encourage them because the body as a whole is struggling, maybe going through things, and people need to hear, they need to be lifted up, and God wants to speak to the body and tell them how much he loves them and how beautiful they are and all the great plans he has for them. And see, that's what God uses. Tongues and interpretation is equal to prophecy. You got me? That's a diversity of tongues. That's the second diversity. The third diversity is tongues for intercession. You say, what's intercession? And other people say, well, we're going to come together and have pray intercessory prayer. No. You should say, let's come together and pray and see if God wants to, intercessory prayer wants to kick in. Because you cannot bring true intercession. Intercession is as the Spirit wills. And real intercession, and many of us have felt that, and I have many times, where I'd be laying in bed and have a burden, something come, you know what I'm talking about, Miss Phyllis, you've had it through a lot of years, where you'll have a burden late at night or something, and I gotta go pray, something's not right. That's a spirit of intercession to come that you need to go connect with the Holy Spirit and pray to pray something out because there's something very, but maybe serious or something, you know, that's really important, and if you don't pray, there could be trouble. Anybody you've ever experienced? I know you have. You have a burden, something doesn't right. Are you there? Like, I'll give you an example. I was walking in the mall. This was years ago in Tulsa. And I was walking. I was with my family, and we were just out having... I was, just came back from a series of meetings. We were relaxing. And all of a sudden, I had, the, like, I had something drop on me. I was in the mall. I'm like, I just said, look, I, you guys just stay here. I got to go pray. I had to dismiss myself because something was on me. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, I have a responsibility. So I went back to my house closed myself up in my office and began to pray, and I knew I was pushing up against something. You ever know what I'm talking about? You're pushing against something. You know you're, you know you're laboring with something. I had a burden. And I was praying and praying, and all of a sudden, I saw a businessman that I know flash in front of me, and he was about to invest a large sum of money, and he was about to lose all of it, and I knew it. And it was a large sum of money. I knew it. And I started praying it out. No, don't do that. I was praying this. This would come up. The Spirit was praying to me. No, don't do that. He was in front of me. I knew exactly where he was. Don't do it. Nope, nope, don't do that. No, 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 no. No, don't do that. I was praying. Praying. And I was at that thing for about 45 minutes, maybe closer to an hour. I was laboring because there was something immediate. And this is a friend. He's a businessman. He's, a, he's, he's been through Bible school. He's a man of God. And he was about to invest. He was about to get duped. And all of a sudden, I, I was praying, and that thing lifted off me. That's how you know intercession's gone. It lifts off you. It's kind of like hitting the sleds of football, you know? And you're hitting that sled, and all of a sudden, you, it's like it lifts. And whatever it is, we got it. Now, sometimes God will show you, but in this case, he did show me. That man fasted. So then here's the deal. After that lifted, I'm like, I'm going to test this thing out. I got on the phone. I called him. I said, hey, man, how you doing? He, he lived up in Tampa. I said, how you doing? Everything going okay? He said... We were talking small talk a little bit. He says, you know, 
Listen to what he said. He said, you know, I've uh, been working on a business deal for quite some time. He said, you know, and I was just about to pull the trigger and make that investment. He said, and then the presence of God got a hold of me. Something got a hold of me and said, don't do it, and I walked away from it. Hello? That's intercession. For we know not how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with groanings which cannot be uttered. Say, what'd you tell him? Well, you know, praise God, you know, I was praying for you and God. No, I didn't say a word about it. Didn't tell him anything. I said, well, I said, man, that's so great that, you, that God got a hold of you and prevented you from, he, was, he would have lost a lot of money. You see how God cares about all of us? See, those are just small. I could tell story after story, but these, I'm just wetting the whistle. That's intercession. Now remember, tongues on the day of Pentecost, where they heard them speaking, that's as the Spirit wills. You can't make that happen. Got me? Tongues and interpretation, you can't make that happen. That's as the Spirit wills. Tongues for intercession, the third diversity that I just told you about, you can't make that happen. It's as the Spirit wills. But now, you know what the, fourth, the third diversity, one, two, three, there's four, is tongues for personal use for personal use. Your private prayer tongue that you pray for your own personal use. Are you with me? Now that's Jude one twenty says, you beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in other tongues, keeping yourself on the love of God. You'll actually, you'll actually be easier to get along with too. More full of God you are. You know, like the Bible says, be ye kind one towards another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God forsaken you. John 13, 34 said, A new commandment, not a suggestion I give unto you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you. By this all men shall know that you're my disciples by the love you have. Romans 5, 5, his hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. You know, when Sister Sandpaper or Brother Thumbtacks gets in your runway, you pray in tongues, you're able to you're able to soar through it. If you're having an off day and you're not prayed up, you might fall into a trap and give, give wind to that. Are you there? Now, let me tell you something. The devil will set up things for you to pull you in to steal your testimony. Oh, yeah, did you see how pastor acted? Got set up. Just go ask Will Smith. <laughs> that one over all your heads. Anybody know? Okay. He lost his cool. Do you know Danzel Washington is a believer? Do you know he had a call of God to, to be a pastor? His father was a pastor. Yeah. He went and served the, the movie industry, but I believe it's all going to come back around. God's probably u- he's using him in that industry. He, th- he said right away he went over to him and helped him. And, and uh, who's the other one, that, the other brother that, uh, Medea, what's his? Tyler Perry, yeah, Tyler Perry, he's saved Spirit-filled, he's spoken at Joel Osteen's church. And they've, there's a lot of guys getting saved in that industry, coming in and out. But they're on the scene. They were on the scene when that happened. See, he lost his cool. Let me tell you something. The enemy would love to get you to the point. Now, I know there's days I've had long days or pressed on, on every corner, and it's real easy for you to snap or you lose your cool, but you've got to keep your composure. If you stay in the Spirit of God, you'll stay in love. Is this helping you? Hallelujah. So the other diversity would be tongues for personal use. See, so now the last one, tongues for personal use, you're a steward over it. You and I are stewards over that. We have a responsibility. 
The other three diversities are as the Spirit wills, but I will tell you this much, if you're doing your own stewardship part, praying, you'll make yourself available for the other three to happen. You got me? You'll position yourself. So Paul says, I thank my God I speak with other tongues. Forbid not to speak with other tongues. I would that you all would speak with other tongues. Now let me tell you, every great move of God began with a praying figure. So why are you teaching on this? Because I believe with all my heart that as you begin to embrace the baptism of the Holy Spirit and that power become to come into one place and one accord and begin to pray together and begin to pray for the move of God, begin to pray for the harvest, begin to pray for souls in this area. You know, Psalms 2.8 says, Ask of me and I'll give you the heathen for thine inheritance and the othermost ends of the earth for thy possession. If you will get into one accord. Now, you remember the Tower of Babel, right? Remember when they got into one voice? That's why God had to confound their, their vernacular. You know that. Because... Because anything that they thought they could do, because they were in one voice, they could do it. And God had to break their language to divide them. Are you listening to me? But now think about it, the antithesis of that now in the spirit. If we can get in the realm of the spirit and begin to pray as a body in one accord and begin to pray together as a team and you all have one heart and one voice, and one symphony, and the third person of deity that separates himself from your natural intellectual vernacular, and you begin to pick up his language and begin to pray long hours in the Spirit, not only will you get filled with the Holy Spirit and become strong and invite the gifts of the Spirit to manifest on the power of God and the diversities that's come, but you'll also now be doing business with heaven, with God for this area. And let me tell you something. Pastors can't do this all by yourself themselves. They need you in your place. And we've got to get out of a mentality that the pastors are here all the time to carry you, you know, you know rock you in a cradle. You've you got to get strong. And I'm not saying you're not. Please don't take me wrong. Don't take me wrong. But what I'm trying to say is you've got to take your place. You've got to stand up and start moving with the things of God. You've got to start being bold in the presence of God. You've got to pray long hours. You've got to get alone with God. You've got to consecrate and dedicate yourself to the things of God. Carry the power of God to your home first, to your region, to the church. When you come here, man, when pastor comes and he prays and you all come prayed up, oh my Lord, the energy and the power and the atmosphere, anything can happen. You're not coming for him to do something for you. You're coming to be a part and blessing and bring your supply. That's where the church needs to come up. Come on now. Now, there's nothing wrong because this place is a place where miracles happen and we provide and he provides the flow of the Spirit for people and teaching and educating and bringing you up. And if there's any needs, they that are strong ought to bear the infirmity of the weak and we're always here in the body. We're always here and love you. But what if, we all began to rise up, let God arise and the enemies be scattered. And we all got serious and sober and began to flow in the power of God and turn the TV off and go pray and get alone with God and put on worship and begin to press into the things of God and begin to, come on! What could happen? Absolutely. The church and the Lamb without the power of God is a curse rather than a blessing. 
You might as well breathe without lungs or hear without ears as to live this Christian life without the power of God. We are spiritual entities filled with power and we're supposed to take this power to a world that's dying and going to hell. And if you don't do your part and you don't step up to the plate and you don't get past your issues and start thinking about issues of other people, the world's going to go right on by. And that's not why we're here. We're here to be an influence, an impact. Like football, it's a, in, it's a contact sport, it's impact. That means you got to talk to people. you got to pray for people. And every one of you are precious in his sight. Every one of you are so valuable. Every one of you have giftings and abilities from God. God needs you. You have to step up to the plate. You have to engage with the Heavenly Father that loves you. You have to throw yourself at His feet and get full of His presence and be ignited with His power and do everything He's called you to do. And He'll help you. Let God arise and the enemies be scattered. Beat your prune hooks into spear. Let the weak men say I'm strong. Let the weak men say I'm a fighting machine. You're dangerous. And these weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in the realm of the Spirit. For pulling down strongholds. For casting out imaginations. God's called you to be a warrior, not a weasel. John Lake said Christianity is not a weak man's gospel. It's a strong man's gospel. Ladies, a strong woman's gospel. You're a strong woman of God. You're full of God. You're dangerous. Come on now. Hallelujah. You young people, you don't have to wait till you're 34 to have power. I was 17. I locked myself in a room, prayed in tongues for hours. The glory of God would come in. David was 17. A young man, 16, 17. He took Goliath out, a refrigerator with a head on it, with a slingshot by the anointing of God. Smith Wigglesworth said the last great move of God that would usher the return of Jesus would be spearheaded by a move of God amongst young people. You mark it down. These kids, don't you dare write them off. Come on now. Your best days are yet to come. God wants to use you. He's using you, but he wants to use you greater and you've brought your supply, but that supply, you can leave it on a low level or a high. It's time to engage in a greater dimension. Pastor needs you. Pastor and his wife need you to, in your place, you know. If we could rise up and stop being self-focused and start thinking about who's in us and who, where we need to go as the world around you. People are waiting to hear you. For the whole creation, Romans says, are on their tippy toes, waiting for the sons of righteousness to arise. Let God arise and the enemies be scattered. Greater is he that is inside of you than he that's in the world. You're empowered. You shall receive power from on high. Lift your hands to heaven. Come on, lift your hands up. Has this helped you tonight? Come on, lift your hands. Let him fill you. Let him strengthen you. It's time for you to stand up back on the inside and say, I am ready, God. Here I am, like Isaiah said. Whom will I send? Isaiah said, here I am, Lord. Use me. 
I don't care if you're 75 years old, 80 years old, 50 years old, 30 years old, 16 years old. God's got a plan yet. The Bible says, come ye out and be separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean things. You're in the world, not of the world. In the day of his power, my people shall be willing in the beauty of holiness, pure living, clean living. It's time to repent, come back to God, long for more of him. He loves you so much. If you could just get a glimpse of how much he loves you, how much he needs you. God needs you. devil's such a liar. He said, well, you know, I don't have any value. I'm no good. No. He needs you. Here comes that power quick again. Watch. Let every man be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. We're supposed to be angry and sin not, and God doesn't want us to let our anger get the best of us. The Spirit of the Lord's telling, telling us to put our flesh under and don't get angry with one another, but love one another. Forgive. Be you kind one towards another, tenderhearted, forgive one another. Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. They that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not please themselves. Here it comes. Wow.
If you're here tonight and you say to me, Brother Chris, I'm not where I need to be. I've been away from the Lord far. I'm not, I need to be close with him. I'm, I need to make some things right between me and God. He loves you tonight. He's not mad at you. You might need to repent of some things in your life. You want to ask God to forgive you. Would you please just stand to your feet quickly? Quickly, all over the building. Just obey God. Make some things right between me and God. Quickly. Thank you. Quickly, there's more. Obey God. Thank you, honey. All over the building. It's not a bad thing to make things right with me and God. Quickly, stand to your feet. Come on. Dealing with depression. Quickly, depression. Stand to your feet. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Not sleeping at night. Drinking alcohol. Quickly. Wine is a mocker, strong drinker, but all of these intoxicated by are not wise. Smoking cigarettes, any type of addiction. Come on, it's time. It's time to get things right quickly. Don't be embarrassed. We love you, everyone. We love you here. Quickly, stand to your feet. Any type of addiction. Thank you, honey. Proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Quickly, any type of addiction. Sexual impurity, quickly, stand to your feet. Come on, obey God. No one's looking around, keep your eyes on the Lord. Suicidal thoughts. Thank you, honey, proud of you. Quickly, stand to your thank you in the back. Drinking alcohol, quickly, it comes again to me. That's just a counterfeit. It's a counterfeit to the real. Like this presence you have here, this is real. Quickly, thank you so much, both of you. Thank you. Impurity with your body, quickly. God wants you to be. The Corinthian church came behind to no good gift, but yet there was strife, division, and envy. If you're struggling with strife, envy, division, quickly stand to your feet. Arguing in the home, stress, strife in the home, quickly. He said, you come behind a no good gift. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much for doing that. We love you tonight. God loves you. Quickly, stand to your feet of any of these calls. I see anger issues. I saw that earlier, but I'm going to call it out again. Anger. It's okay. Stand to your feet. Thank you, girls. Thank you over there. Quickly, stand to your feet. Anger. Like anger. Like you get so angry. It's okay. Quickly. Stand to your feet. This mic is really hot. Can you lower it for me, please, sir? Thank you. Anger issues. Smoking cigarettes. Drinking alcohol. Here's another thing I see. Talking behind people's backs. Quickly, obey God. Like We've got to clear all this stuff up so you can get a pure flow. Get all the all the things out quickly. Gossip. Speaking negative. Thank you. 
This is not condemnation. This is a purifying. This is God removing stuff out so we can get the purity of his flow in your life. There's stuff that obstructs and keeps the flow. It'll block the flow. It's like a heart attack, you know? It'll block the flow of God, you know? It's like cholesterol, spiritual cholesterol. It'll block your valves. Get it out of the way. Thank you, girls. Thank you both. Quickly. There's someone in here, you're struggling with lesbianism. You're struggling with that whole lifestyle, and you want to get set free of it. God will set you free of that tonight. It's a spirit. It's an unclean spirit that will overtake you. Homosexuality, an unclean spirit. Quickly. Get free of it tonight. It's of the devil. It's not God. We love you. It's not you. That's just a lie. It's deception from the pit of hell. Smoking pot. Marijuana. No, it's like now, it, now it's legal to do it, you know? CBD and all that stuff. Quickly, if that's you. There's no substitute but God. Quickly. I know some people have injuries and different things and they take stuff to try to help them with pain from injuries. But Jesus can heal you too. Quickly. I see anger and fighting. I see, I see rage on the inside, fighting. Quickly, stand to your feet. God can set you free of that tonight. You can let it go. Stand to your feet. He loves you tonight. I see, I see someone, I see him on uh, social media. You're talking to people you should not be talking to, and the conversation is sour. It's going wrong direction. I see it in the spirit. You're talking to somebody, and it's impure, and it's going down a wrong trail, and it's leading you away from God, and it's all a sexual uh, assault against you. Quickly. You can stand. God, I, think, I think the person's already standing up, quite frankly, but you need to jump in on that. You've got to guard over your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. You have to close the door. Submit yourself. Resist the devil. Make no room for the enemy. I'll tell you, he's, so, he's like a roaring lion seeking him. He's looking for an opening. Yep. I hear, and I'll say it again. There's someone here. Satan's been lying to you, telling you to take your own life. Take your own life. There's no hope. That's a lie from the pit of hell. It's time for that to be rusted off. We will not allow you to leave her with that on you. God loves you too much for that. Kidney infections, sciatic nerve in the lower back. Someone here, you have some kind of pinching in the neck area, ringing in the ears, lower back pain. Uh, kidney dialysis, some problem with your kidneys. I don't know what that is. Uh, ladies, menstrual, menstrual cycles. Menstrual cycles, your, your ovaries, your, your menstrual cycle is off. It's either not functioning properly. I don't know what that is. There's someone, there's people, there's multiple people here with irregularity of heartbeats. Your heart is fluttering incorrectly. It flutters. It doesn't function properly. If that's you, stand up. Thank you, sir. Ringing in the ears. Con uh, you've had a history in your family of congestive heart disease, and you are having similar things, and you're, you're afraid that it might take you out. Quickly, stand to your feet. It will not take you out. We will take it out. God will intervene tonight. Someone here, you've had uh, 
some digestive tracts that are really um, inflamed your digestive tracts and lower digestive tracts. It's down lower. And uh, some kidney infections as well. Sinus problems. Uh, your, your head, it just like blows up. Sin like pain, you just headaches from sinus problems. Uh, other one, uh, pain in the back of the eyes. Through the eye area, the pain through the whole back of the eyes is pain hits. You have headaches so bad from your eyes. I don't know who that is. Okay, here's another thing. I'm just going to say what I hear. The Bible says foolish and coarse jesting. Um, Bible, it's okay to have fun, but some of the coarse jesting that you're doing is actually hurting people around you. God said, watch that. It's a warning. It's one thing to joke, but sometimes people, you know, they're going through things, and sometimes you can say something, you think you're being funny, but you could actually hurt somebody. And I hear the Lord say, don't do that. Let no unwholesome word proceed out of your mouth, but only that which is good for edification and ministers grace. I try to be real careful to build people up and say positive words, seasoned with grace, you know. There's a time to have fun a little bit, you know, but be careful because you never know what somebody's going through, and your words can really hurt them. And just throwing things out that the Spirit's saying. Somebody's right shoulder, you got pain in the right shoulder. It pinches up through here. I don't know who that is. That's you, sir? Okay. And again, I'm going to call that out, that, like a, like a that lesbian spirit. It's, it's, it's attacking the church. It's attacking young girls. It's attacking, and it's a lie. It's not who you are. It's your, you have an identity crisis. You're in Christ. Put on the new man being renewed in the knowledge of the image of him. God has made you beautifully. You're wonderfully made, and you're not to be seduced by those seducing spirits. The spirit speaks expressly. In the latter days, some should depart from the faith. They'll get away from the truth. Paying heed to seducing, that's a seducing spirit. It wants to seduce you. It's like demons. It's demon spirits. They're unclean spirits. Uh, someone here, you've had some kind of a rash in the, down the front of your front, rashes through here, like through the leg, or you've got rashes, like an outbreak of rashes. I don't know what that is, but I'll call it out. If I called out anything, just come down quickly, and we'll just pray for you. Just come on down. We'll pray for you. We love you. We don't, just precious, aren't they, Pastor, Pastor Phyllis? This is beautiful, right? Pastor Rob, look at, quickly come. God loves you so much. Quickly come. Just come and we'll pray for you on all any of those issues. We'll just pray for you. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing. God loves you. This is a house where you can come where you're loved. There's no judgment. It's only mercy and grace and his love for you tonight. And he's here to meet you and to help you. Lift your hands and worship God. Pastor Rob, come on up with me and help me, okay? Let's lift our hands and thank God. And ushers, if you could just follow me. You just come, Pastor Rob, and you can stay close to me, okay? Let's lift our hands and thank the Lord. Those that are up here, just say this with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you now to forgive me of any sin, to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I say Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. I turn my heart over to you. I turn my back on sin. 
I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on the devil. I say Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my deliverer. Jesus is my healer. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I take authority now over every assignment from the pit of hell against my life. This is my day. This is my moment where I meet with God. Change me, Lord. I open my heart to you. Lord, I love you with all my heart. Everything I am belongs to you. I give you my heart. Now lift your hands up to heaven. Ushers, follow me because I'm feeling led to certain people. Now, don't ever let your heart be overtaken by the enemy. He loves you so much, honey. You are valuable to him. You are precious in his sight. And he forgives you this night. And you're forgiven, honey. He forgives you. You're forgiven. It's okay. He loves you so much. Yeah, it's okay. Angel, come here, honey. Come on. Just come put your arms around her like a big sister, okay? She's such a good girl, huh? Put your arms around her. Okay, stay there. Okay. There's musical giftings inside of you. There's grace and to, to, do, to do the will of God, fire into her. God's hands on your life, honey. You know that already, don't you? He's going to use you mightily. And if you will, like, really go radical for him, like pray and get alone with him, he will meet you and you'll have divine encounters with him in your bedroom if you'll pray and seek him. Will you do it? You promise? Okay. In the name of Jesus. Fire. Now don't look back because the past is over with. And it doesn't matter what people think or whatever has happened in the past is the past. And today is today. And Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind, you're to press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Everything that you've lost in times past, the Lord will restore back to you. Isn't that right? For he sees your heart and he knows how much you love him. And sometimes I feel like people don't understand me. But God does. He loves you so much. And you've learned so many things. Now God's going to use you to start encouraging people. You got it? All right, fire in Jesus' name. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Remember how much God is, how much he's done for you. Have you seen the work of grace in your life? Can you believe what he's done for you? Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. For, for I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Lift your voice and praise. You have so much to be thankful for. And then the devil tries to tell you to focus in on the negative parts. And they're just lying. So cast down those imaginations. And you start using, like I taught you, the authority of God and start speaking at things, not about things anymore. And this is your night to be free from anything. Be free! Lift your hands up. Now I loose you to be free in God. Obey God. Now you have to let go of any offense or any kind of hurts of people because sometimes you're a very sensitive person and sometimes there's things that are spoken to you and they hurt your feelings, right? And sometimes, sometimes you, it's hard for you to let go of things because you hold it in your heart. But God says forgive. 
and let it go and keep your heart clear and then the enemy can't bog you down and now Father, fill her with the Spirit. Fire! Now the tension in the home can be changed with one thing, the love of God. There's four kinds of love. Sorge, family love, eros between a man and a woman, phileo brotherly, but Agape, if you will release agape in the airways, which is God's unconditional love, everything will change. Now, you are a woman of God. Do you understand that? God sees you in Christ Jesus. You're actually so wonderful and beautifully made in the hand of God, honey. He loves you so much. Now, you have to let go of hurt and offense as well. There it is right there. Now, you have to take back some things because you lost some ground and now, now you, even this message tonight, you're stirred. You have to take back the ground that you gave up and the enemy stole, he moved in and he hits you from the back and hits you here and there was all these attacks that came and you're like, oh my Lord, what happened? But you can restore, get restored and everything if you'll start confessing, declaring and praying and take ground. Don't worry about the past now. Forgetting those things which are behind you, to press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. You got it? And it's never too late for God. It's never too late. You're in the game. Fire! I've already told you a lot of things what to do on the inside. I do talk to you a lot, the Lord says, on the inside, down here, right? You're pretty sensitive and you do hear his voice. So don't say, I don't hear his voice. Say, I have the good shepherd's voice, I do hear the strangest voice I'll not listen to. And uh, tonight's your night to come back to him fully. You like to pray, don't you, Grandma? You're an intercessor. That's what I thought. Father, use her. Use her in the middle of the night. Wake her up. Let her pray long hours in the Holy Ghost. Let her pray for Pastor Dosick and Phyllis and Brother Chris. And let her pray for the church and the move of God and the power of God in the name of Jesus. She'll be okay. Now the power of God is on you, honey. You'll be okay. Don't worry. Watch. You'll be okay. See? Now watch. Hallelujah. Watch tonight. You'll be okay. You're going to sleep so good tonight. Yeah, the anointing of God's going to drip. Like I was talking about intercession, honey. Yes. I don't know your name. What is it? Pat. Pat. That diversity of intercession is going to drop on you, and you're going to do business with God. You're going to do business with God in the realm of the Spirit. You have already have. You, I know you do, and that's a good heart. Now put your legs straight now just so you can, okay? Your back's healed. Don't worry. All right, let's thank God. Just stay there. I'll come back to you. Now, Yeah, you want to know what God has for you, the greater things that he has for you. Father, I thank you that you raise her up, you speak to her heart, you breathe on the inside of her. You want to be used of God greater, right? You do, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any musical giftings in you? You do, don't you? That's what you're supposed to do, right? Have you been singing? You've been on the team? It's been a long time. Come over here for a minute. Come on over here. Come around here. Let's lift our hands and don't touch anybody. Grandma, you're going to be okay. Pat, Pat, you're going to be okay. So just stay there, love. Okay, just stay there. Trust me. God's touching your body all the way. Bring her over here. God wants you to get back into the music team, start worshiping again, get back in the flow, okay? That's your heart's desire, right? 
Where is Miss Phyllis? Is she still here? Okay, that's okay. She'll be back, okay. Stay here. Come quick. What's your name, honey? Michelle. Okay. Don't look back. Come over and put your arms around Michelle. You know her? You don't, but you do now. There's your sister right in the Lord. Stay there with her. Pat, God's going to wake you up in the midnight times and you're going to be praying and doing some business with God. You're excited about that? Will you pray for our ministry too? You promise? Okay. All right. I have to send you a love offering. Okay. Come here, honey. Why don't you sit on that, sit over there on that chair? You're Lindsay's sister. You are, aren't you? Yeah. I look right in front of me. It says, Lindsay's sister. The Lord says, Now I break that depression off of you. Deception and lies of the enemy that tried to oppress you from a little girl. Since you were a little girl, those lies, the devil came after you to try to derail you and take you the wrong direction. But I break that assignment. Lose her! In Jesus' name. Who's this guy? Great-grandson? What's his name? Hunter. Hunter. Okay. Father, bless Hunter. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Grandma. What's your name, Grandma? Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Father, I pray healing from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Thank you she sleeps well at night. Thank you that her, that, her, that her shoulders are strong, her arms are strong, her hands are strong, her legs are strong, her feet are strong. She's strong. She'll live out her days with prosperity and blessing and supernatural strength. We thank you for it now. Let her sleep. See that heat on you, honey? That's nice, isn't it? That's the anointing. Pat, you got a lot of work to do in prayer. All right. You pray for Pastor Rob, too. Will you remember that? All right. All right. There you go, man. Jumping in on that. Hallelujah. God's doing a work here, you know. Okay, lift your hands up. Now, God's been doing, touching you, stirring you on the inside, stirring you like a, like, am I right? In these meetings. Your mind, your soul, your heart, everything. Now the money's going to come in and the finances will come. For he shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. For God said, I've been young and I've been old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. And the money shall come on and the house shall be bought and the funds shall come and the children, everything will be taken care of. Now you're ready to go and sing for the Lord again. Miss Phyllis, would you come? Your name again, honey. Michelle. Michelle. Michelle is precious woman. She has a gift for, for music. I just felt like you're supposed to minister to her. Let, let the things of the past, short past thoughts, let it go, honey. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me wherewith that I will not open the window gates of heaven. Got it? Okay. Fire. <sighs> Take that on it. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Every day you keep the steps of a good man in order. You keep doing the, every day, just keep taking the right steps, making the right decisions, good steps, and God will help you. Okay? Got it? 
Oh, really? Well, we break that in Jesus' name. Lose him! Ears? Oh, how long? Watch how fast. Ephatha. Where is it? It's gone, right? Yeah, good. Good to see you. You're back. She's a sweetheart. See, what a family. She hasn't been here. First time, Jesus is your Lord? Okay. Neck and back, perfect. No, she doesn't. Not anymore. Not after tonight. Go sit up there, honey. You ain't got no cerebral palsy. That's just the, that's just the devil. Here, put your legs out, sweetheart. Okay. Okay, relax. Relax, relax. Okay. See how off she is? This leg's up high. It's turned funny. Hey, relax. Let God do it. Okay, now where was your pain? Okay, do you have problems feeling stuff? Okay, where? You can't feel, right? Okay, lift your hands to heaven now. Say, Jesus, heal me. Now, no more depression, no more sadness, no more sorrow. No more regret, no more fear, no more worry. You know you've been through a lot, but God's healing you tonight, honey. In fact, your pain is leaving you right now. Look, watch. Told you. Told you. Lift your hands up. Lift them up high now. Look. The pain's leaving you, honey, right now. You feel that warmth? It's like a warmth, isn't it? Yeah. You ever felt that before? You're feeling it now. You're healed complete. And I command that palsy to come out of this body and you leave her alone now. She belongs to Jesus and you're here illegal and I call you out and leave her alone now from this point on. Don't ever again say you got this cerebral palsy. Don't ever say you got it again. Come on, stand up. You're healed, baby. Just stand up. you find you're healed. Watch. Feels good, right? Go ahead, move. That's pretty good, isn't it? Huh? You couldn't lift it, right? We just drove that silly devil right off of you. You're good, right? Your leg, move your leg. Go ahead, you're fine. Perfect, right? Am I right? Going through your neck and your, right? And so now you're healed, right? What do you think we should do? Order pizza? Pizza, right? Yeah, okay. Can you just go run up the aisle real quick? Just go ahead and move. Go on, sister. Get moving. Go on, run. Go ahead. That's pretty good for not running for a long time. Come on. You feel good, right? How awesome is that? What is your name? Jody. How do you feel? Good? You glad you came tonight? Could have stayed home and missed all this. All right, lift your hands up. Now, Father... We thank you for Jody. We thank you for this family, that you're doing a great work in this family. Let this family all come to Jesus and come to the church. Fire flow into her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Okay, come on over here, Mom. Now, there's financial needs that you have, and the Lord's going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. He's going to supply everything. And there's areas of your life that you've lost ground. It seems like, oh, my Lord, how do we ever get it back? But the Lord's the God of restoration, and he can bring all things back full circle for good because 
you love him and you're called according to his purpose. I lost my brother and my dad. Oh, when? 12 days in December. Both so of them? Both of them are still. Oh, so been you've been grieving over yeah. that. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry, hon. Oh, they're with the Lord, though. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is... This is mom. This is the this is the first lady of the house, right there. Just put your arms around her, sissy. Okay. You might as well just stay up front. I'll tell you, God's doing a great work in this church. Come on, angel. Put your arms around. Her. This is a good woman right there. Just we're going to come back. And you got touched last night, didn't you? Yeah, you sure did. He did, Rob. Oh, you, you felt that anointing, didn't you? Mm -hmm. That was pretty nice, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, we're having church. How you doing, brother? You're back? Uh, yeah, but that's not really what I come up Okay, what is it? Uh, I've been way too angry. Anger, okay. A lot of frustration. That's, that's so honest, man. So transparent. It has taken me down if I don't want to. Really? Will you pray with him? This guy's a seasoned pastor. I've been pastoring for I don't know how many years. I'm going to have him agree with you. All right. Okay. Irregular heartbeat. Now, Father, I thank you for his heart, that it's healed in Jesus' name. Let all that irregularity be removed. In the name that's above every name, in Jesus' name. There you go. Take the anointing. Jesus' name. You're back. Ringing in the ears and sinus dripping. Ringing come out now. That was easy. It's gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else do you need? Sinuses. sinuses. Okay, Father, heal him of his sinuses. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Come here, pulsation. You're healed, sir. Amen. Come out. Okay, we'll rebuke it. It tries to come at bedtime, you tell it to go. And when it comes at breakfast, you tell it to go. And it comes at lunch, you tell it to go. And it comes at dinner, you tell it to go. And it comes anytime, you tell it to go. Now, Father, bless her. What do you need, sis? Tell me? Okay. Okay. She's going to put her hands, jumper cables on your female parts because I don't want to do that. Okay. Congestion. You know her? Okay, all right, gotcha. I knew it. I knew it. Father, this is a mighty woman of God, pastor's wife. Father, touch her right now in Jesus' name. Be free! What do you need, sir? Heart palpitations right now in the name of Jesus. How many know God's moving in this service? We're going to pray for young people in a minute after this line, if we can get through it. Uh, command the heart to be healed now in Jesus' name. Take the anointing. What do you need, honey? Your back hurts. Come over here and sit down. Don't rush anybody up. Now you're going to speak the word, preach the word, flow in the anointing and the power of God and lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Just like your husband. Okay, honey, put your legs out. Okay, this leg's up high. Do you see it? Here you go. That was easy. You're healed. Where was your pain? Where was it? Is it there now? No, it's leaving you right now. Ladies, don't leave over there. Okay. You're healed, honey. Lift your hands up now. Lift your hands up. Stand to your feet and just bend over and you'll find you're the healed of the Lord. I'm coming right back. Help her. 
Ladies, all of you, stand, stand up, lift your hands. You are healed of the Lord. Okay? Come over here. Come here. Ushers, quickly. Fire! Ushers. Fire! Now you better start praying in tongues more and push over in. You're going to ignite them all. Fire! Okay. Give me a handkerchief. Somebody help me quick. Come on. Running out of mojo here. It's okay. No, you're good. You're good. We're built for the cause. Uh, It needs to be clogged. Give me a couple of those things. What are these? Okay. You couldn't even wipe your eyebrows with these. Okay. (laughs) Father, what's her name? Carol. Carol. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we release healing to Carol in this handkerchief. And when she goes and lays it upon Carol, Carol will be healed. Now, Father, bless her in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. You're going to preach that gospel with fire, you know, you and your husband. Fire! That assignment has to go. You're healed, honey. Bend over. What do you need? I'm a mom and I'm a teacher. And what do you need? Would you come forward? Okay. All right. That's good. Come here. That's honest. That's leaving you, honey. All of it's going out now. Fire! You're getting cleared out right now by the Holy Ghost. The power of God is ripping that stuff out of you. You watch. Mark it down. What do you need, honey? Ears. Ephapha. That was easy. Your shoulders are being healed right now. What do you need, honey? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Just bend over quick. You'll be healed fast. Watch. See? Pain still there? It's gone, right? Okay. Fire. What do you need, honey? Depression, anger, suicide. Okay, all three of them, huh? Yeah. So glad you came. So proud of you. What's your name, honey? And I got so, and I was born with cerebral palsy. I've been. You were. I did physical therapy. Yeah. It said I done physical therapy. My hips. Aw, sit, sit down over there. Let's get your back to you. Sit right over there. Sit on that two or three pews. What do you need, sir? Tendinitis. Okay. Ephapha. Okay. Okay. Well, you sometimes you get angry because you're in a lot of pain, aren't you? Okay, yeah. what did you do with these shoes tonight? And, um, okay, all right. Let's, from what I've been, what okay. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? Because he loves you. Now watch watch how God heals your back right now because he loves you. Where's your pain? My hips. Right now? My back, lower back. Right now? No. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone, right? It's gone. It is. It's gone, I'm healed. I know. Okay, get up. Stand up. You're healed. Come on. What is your name again? Kay. Kay? Everything's going to be okay, Kay. If my daughter's going to come back. Yep, she is. Be it done unto you according to your faith. Now, Father, heal her. Get behind her, guys. Touch her. Command that depression to go from her in Jesus' name. Yep. Praise God. What's your name, honey? Stephanie. Stephanie. Now, Father, I thank you for her life. This message today stirred her so much. She's so in love with you, and I break every stronghold, every assault against her, every demonic attack from the pit of hell, astrology, spiritual darkness that would try to hover around her. Lose her! What do you need, honey? Um, I've been diagnosed with MS. MS? Okay. You're angry because you got MS. We'll get the MS out. You won't be angry anymore, right? Am I right? Basically, right? Okay, cool. All right, let's fix your legs now. I like your boots. 
This is like Christmas time, man. Okay, look. Look how off she is, Rob. You see that? See how you're off? Now I command MS to come out of her body now. You feel that? It's still growing out. Now watch the other one come out. Everything's okay, Kay. Everything's going to be good, honey. You're going you're gonna to be fine. Just, just stay there. Don't stay under it. You're healed, honey. You don't have it anymore. MS. You have J-E-S-U-S, okay? You got it? You got Jesus, not MS. Don't ever again say, I've got MS. In fact, right now, you're going to start feeling heat go through your back. Watch. Told you. You ever felt that before? Pretty cool, right? Your back's being straightened. You don't have MS anymore. Got it? MS, a mess. You don't got that. You have healed. Your legs are perfectly straight. Okay, stand up for a minute. Now bend over. You're going to find your different. You're still warmth in you. Is that cool, all right? You feel good? Have you ever felt that well? Like that well in a while? No, right? Okay, lift your hands up. Now, Father, I thank you for her that you've healed her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Never again, MS! You leave her alone. What do you need, sir? Wife and I are blue for pregnancy. You are? Is she here? She's here. Where is yes. she? Okay, I'm hot, bro. I'm just smoking. I hate to take the jacket off, but... Okay, come on over here. Go over there, the two of you. Go over there right there. Okay, I'm just hot. Okay, go, go over here so you don't fall into a pew. When you... Okay, everything's okay now. Yes. Just stay down there now. Stay, enjoy the presence of God. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, now, Father, I thank you right now that her... Um, Female parts are, are fertile. I command a child to come, and I break any attempt of the enemy to stop it. I command them to have a child now. Angels of God, bring that baby to them. Now be a doer of the word, and God will it'll help. Okay, you're okay. Stay down there. Now you got some joy, right? Yeah. When's the last time you laughed? Not too, too long. What do you need, honey? What feels? Okay, let God fix it. Okay, say, Jesus, put it all in control. I trust you now with all my heart. I give it all to you. You help me now, Jesus. You're my Savior. I trust you. It's going to be okay. Oh, it's going to be okay, honey. Now, I break every oppression that's come against her. You lying devils, lose her from that. What do you need, honey? I have a really bad headache. It's about my eyes. By the eyes? And then also my neck. Okay. Sit down because something's wrong with your back. How you doing, ma'am? It's good to see you. Something's wrong with your back. Put your legs out. Okay. Just, just stay there. Sit there. Okay. Okay. That's fast. Your back, your leg, legs are off. Hips are off. Now, do you have pain behind your eyes right now? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Oh. Neck, neck is because of your back. That's why I have you doing this. Okay. Now you start feeling warmth in your lower back. Watch. Thank you, Father, for healing her. Father, heal her in the eye area right now. Your eyes are being healed right now, honey. Like warmth. You watch. There it goes. There it goes. Headache's gone now in Jesus' name. Told you. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Nice, right? We won't even charge you. All right, you're done, honey. You can go. What do you need, ma'am? 
Okay, ringing, command it to come out now. Where's your ringing? It's gone! Thank you. Oh, how, many, how long has that been? Years. How many years? Probably 10 or 15. 10 or 15 years you've had that ringing. Yeah. The telephone devil. Yes. It's gone! Thank you. Praise the Lord, right? You excited? Yes, oh. I am. Hallelujah. <laughs> what do you need, honey? Your attitude? Okay, that's good. That's honest. You want refilled? No more MS. Okay? JS. All right. Father, touch her with the power of God. What do you need, honey? What's wrong? Child. <laughs> you want to have a child? Nope. I need to get him home. What do you mean? Help me with you. Help me understand. I lost 15 years ago. You did? Oh. Okay, so you lost the child. Not physically, but like you lost custody. Okay, I understand. Okay, lift your hands up. All right. Um, hmm. Lift your hands up. Now, Father, we thank you for whatever reason that this took place. I ask you to restore that relationship. Bring that child back and open a door for her. You open doors no man can open. You said the heart of the king's in the hand of the Lord and you turn it whichever way you wish and give her favor so that she could see her child again. And I thank you that you will restore this this night. Let this be a, and then I take authority over all that remorse and all that pain and regret and stop beating yourself up, honey. No more, okay? No more. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Stay there, okay? Is there a, where's Angel? Where is she? I need some ladies to help me. I got, la I got ladies here that need to be ministered to, and I'm, you know, if you could just help, honey. She lost her, you know, you, you heard it. You got it. There you are, okay. How you doing, Grandma? Would, okay, what's his name? Don. Don? Okay, he's would, AFib. AFib? Okay, AFib, come out, short of breath, come out now in Jesus' name. Now you go put that on him, okay? And he's going to be perfectly fine. As soon as you put that on him, boom, he's going to be healed. All right, what do you need, sir? I have tinnitus, and I want my promise. Be open! <laughs> All right, good. All right, AK, now it's time to laugh a little more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what do you need, bro? Hearing? What's wrong with your hearing? I lost a little bit of hearing. Okay. FFA. There it goes. It was open already. Just like that. <laughs> Man, I felt it shoot. You ready? You stirred up or what? What did you come forward for? Ringing in the ears? That's easy. Come out! What do you need, sis? Pain in the neck. Sit down. Yeah, like I've heard people say, that guy's a pain in the neck, you know. But this is different. Okay. All right. Relax. Calm down. Okay. Look how she's off, Pastor Rob. See? Watch. You feel that girl? Pretty cool, huh? It's, now, if I leave you now, you're in trouble, but here it goes. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Both legs. Now, where was your pain? Is it there now? Really? Really? Oh, really? Close your eyes. <laughs> it's weeping. 
you're going to start feeling warmth in your neck. Told you. A lot of times you can't sleep at night. It's painful, right? That pain in the neck all the time, right? And we break every assignment against your life, against your thought life, lying devils that try to tell you things that are not right. In the name of Jesus. Okay, honey. Now your legs grew out quite a bit. That's, all that is the spasms. Okay, now that your back's aligned, that'll all come back. Okay, you got me? What do you need, sir? Ringing in the ears. I got a large lump on the back of my neck. I have back spasms. Okay. Now I command the ears to come open now. In Jesus' name. Open! It's gone. Yes. Buckeye State. Huh? Yeah. yeah, man. You're healed. The thing on the back of your neck's gone, too. No, it's going down. Okay. It's going down right now. Put your hand on it. Watch. I curse it at the root and command it to dissolve. It's going down. And your back's being healed right now, too. Good, right? Take that on. Stay behind him. Now, while you're down on the floor, he's going to do work on you. What do you need, honey? Strife in the family. Strife in the family? What's the answer for that? The love of God, right? Okay. So just start speaking words of love, peace, joy, happiness, and blessings, and anointing. What do you need, honey? Okay. All right. All right. Lift your hands up to God. Now, I break that depression off of her. The devil lies to you and tells you things. Don't listen to his lies. Like the weapons of your warfare are not carnal. Mighty through God for pulling down those strongholds. What do you need? Anger. Pastor Rob, help me. What do you need, honey? Your shoulder hurts? Back? Okay, sit down. Sit down here. Let's thank the Lord. How many of you know we're doing work? God's lives are being touched. Put your legs out, honey. Okay, relax. Okay. Okay. There you go. See? Now, where was your pain? But it's not there anymore. It's fine, right? Okay, stand up, honey. Let's thank God. Okay, I'm, I'll help you. All right, lift your hands up to heaven. Come here. He's touched your body. Now, Father, touch her. You're going to sleep really good tonight because you're having a hard time sleeping. Now, you're going to sleep really good tonight. What do you need, honey? Okay. All right. Miss Phyllis, would you pray with her? Just, just tell, tell her. Yeah. Just tell her. Yeah. Come here, honey. Share with her. What, what do you need done? You did. Okay. So you just want to be like a support. She might as well get hit. Fire. What do you need, honey? Stomach hurts. Lower back. Sit. Asthma. Okay. Okay. All right. We're gonna pray for all that. Let's get your back hurt. Okay. Okay, come on, put your legs out. Put them out, honey. Okay, relax. Relax, relax. Two ten. Okay. Relax. Tense. I'm just coaching you. See how your leg's off? Do you see how this leg's shorter? Now watch how fast. See? Got it? It just came out. So your leg just grew out. How cool is that? <laughs> 
It's cool, right? Yeah. Okay. Now stand up real quick. And then you got respiratory issues? In your tummy? Gastritis? I need help. I need ladies to help. Your ears are going to be fine. Watch. Command your ears to be healed. Ephatha, be opened. No, it's okay. You'll be fine. Now, in the name of Jesus, we command her stomach to be made whole by the power of God. Stay close, okay, if you would, because I, I just, there's a lot of ladies up here, and I'm a guy. What do you need, honey? You don't mind helping, do you? Okay. What do you need, honey? I got glaucoma, and I got Okay. Okay. I command her vision to come back, her sight to come in Jesus' name. Now, in the name of Jesus, what do you need, love? Come down, come down this way so we don't fall on each other. Why do you? Okay. 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 So family stuff. What's wrong with you? Okay. Okay. Sit down over here. We'll get your back. Y'all are still with us, right? Okay. Okay. Let's get your back healed. Okay. Put your legs on. Okay. Look how off. Look, do you see how off you are? Now watch how fast. See that? That was quick, right? Okay, you don't have any more back problems. You're healed. Okay, huh? Your kneecaps? Come on. Well, but they're, they're going to be fine now because your legs are all off and that's why your kneecaps hurt. Help her up, guys. Uh, good job. Okay. All right. Now... Father, we thank you for her body and being healed from the top of her head, the crown of the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. We pray for her family now, all of them, in the name of Jesus, to come back to you. We pray you do a great work, swift work by your spirit. Draw them by your spirit in the name of Jesus and meet all their needs. Father, bring her peace. There it is. Take the anointing. Heal her kneecaps in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it. Now, what do you need, honey? Okay. Can you just turn and sit on your chair? Okay, make sure the wheels don't slip on her, okay? Okay, just sit down. Put your legs on, sweetheart, okay? Okay. Rods in her back. Do you feel all that? Okay, now you're going to feel warmth in your back. Watch. What's your name, honey? Alice. Alice. Okay, you're going to start feeling warmth in your back. Father, where there's rods, let there be bone. Where there's a lack of car cartilage, let there be brand new vertebrae. Thank you for right now. You're going to feel warmth in your back, honey. Remember the words of your lips are very important. To speak life. Okay, now lift your hands up. Just stay right there and begin to thank him because you feel warmth in your back, right? You do, don't you, right? Yeah. He's doing a work in you. What do you need, sir? Rub. Okay, the shoulder real quick. Put it up. Watch how fast. Good. That's over with. Okay, pray with him with the anger, bro. Thank you, sir. Pastor. What do you need, honey? Okay. All right, what's your husband's name? Faith. Nice. Okay, come here. Now, Father, right now, I thank you for this precious woman of God. I thank you, Father, right now. You give her peace in Jesus' name. We pray for unity in the home. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it. What do you need, honey? Anxiety. 
Oh, okay. Okay, come over here. Come over here. Go over there. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Can uh, the bishop's wife come help me? You're healed. You're healthy. Come help me, sis. You're right in work, you know. Like, you got healed. Okay, like, like Peter's mother-in-law got, had fever, and she got healed. Next thing she knows, she's serving. So would you pray with her? Would you pray with her? Ask her what she needs. Get her. What do you need, honey? Intestines. Okay, we'll give her a call tomorrow. Just love on her. Now, Father, heal her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. We thank you right now for power to flow into her body to heal her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Okay. Ma'am, the power of God is working through your body right now, honey. The anointing is going inside of you. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? What's going on with you? you? Got rods in your back. Now God's putting bone in there. What do you need, honey? Okay. What's his name? Gordon, be healed of sinus problems now. Acts nineteen eleven wrought special miracles by the hands of Chris D'Amico and Paul. They were brought into him handkerchiefs and aprons. When they were laid on, they were healed. Be blessed. What do you need, hon? Hearing loss, real easy. Command these ears to come open now. Open! Ephapa. Take them off. You'll find out you're healed. Watch. There it is. In Jesus' name. What do you need, champ? Okay. Okay, come here. You ain't got no cancer. That's all lies. That's all a bunch of rubbish. Tell the devil to take a hike. Now you're healed in Jesus' name from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. What do you need, sir? You, Rob, pray with him. Help me, bro. Let's lift our hands because there's more, there's more things we had to do. Can you bring the teenagers up? The teenagers up? What do you guys need? Kids up. Teenagers all on the aisles quickly, fast. Back and sleeping problems? Sit down. We'll check your backs. Honey, come up here, honey. Come here. God wasn't done with you. Need hands laid on you. Fire to flow into you. Now I lose depression and anxiety and I break it off of her now. Lose her from that. Okay. All right, put your legs up. All right, relax. This leg's a little shorter. I'm just coaching you, honey. That's all. Okay, where was your pain? Okay. Is there pain there now? Okay. All right. We thank God for healing her right now in Jesus' mighty name. You have faith. You have great faith. And you love the Lord. Okay. Lift your hands and thank him. Put your legs out, sir. Thank you, Lord, for your work. Relax. Okay. This leg's up high. Really up high. Watch. Got it? Okay. Where was your pain? Is it there now? Okay, command the numbness to go now. Because it's just a pinched nerve that's causing the numbness, right? Yeah, okay. I hate degenerates. You know, the devil's a degenerate. Okay, so you're being healed right now, my friend. You'll feel warmth in your lower back. Watch. Got it? Okay, now you just keep thanking him, praising him, okay? Okay, young people, lift your hands up. Come on, quick, come. Ushers, follow me, okay? 
Just follow me. We're going to put some fire on these kids. Come on, lift your hands up. Quickly. Guys ready? Okay. Fire! 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 You have a singing voice. La, 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 la. Sing for Jesus. Fire! 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 Joy! Fire! Lift your hands up, mighty man. Man, if I could do my hair like that, man, just a million bucks if I could do it like that. Father, mark him for the kingdom of God. Fire into him in Jesus' name. Lift your hands up, champ. Thank you. Fire! Again? All right. Fire! In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let's thank him. Let's lift our hands and thank God. Whoa, you two, come up. Come here, honey, come on up here. I know you're, I know you're recovering your bodies. You're battling some stuff, so let's pray. Father, give her a sh fresh fire, fresh anointing, fresh zoe. Preach the word, man. Fire, fire shut up in his bones. Fire. Laying on the hands. Let's lift our hands and thank God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Go ahead, Pastor Rob. You could pray for her. You could help me. Pastor Rob's got a strong anointing on him. Let's lift our hands and thank him. It's okay. I trust, I trust him. I know the spirit that he's of. Let's, let's lift our hands and thank God. Let's thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You too, come out. Come here, honey. Both of you, come out. Ushers, come help me here. Okay, lift your hands up. Father, I thank you for her life. I break every attempt of the enemy to mess with her head, to depress her, to make her lying devil. Leave her alone in Jesus' name. Lift your hands up, honey. The money will come in. The finances are on the way. Do not fret or worry about anything because the Lord is doing a work on your behalf in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and thank God. Come on, lift your hands and thank God. Sciatic nerves are being healed right now. It's going to be okay, okay? Okay, it's going to be okay. You keep laughing and the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. Father, we thank you. Come back up, MMS. Free from MS. Come here, JS. Come here, lift your hands up. Father, we thank you. Get behind her. Fire into her in Jesus' name. Let's lift our hands and thank God. How many know, just lift your hands. Don't clap. Just lift your hands and worship God. Change, change. It's time for change. It's time for great change to come in your life. In Jesus' name, come on out here. Yep. You can't go back to the past. The past holds nothing but the future is filled with grace and mercy and God's blessings. So you go there. You keep moving with God. Bring her out. Come here, honey. Come here. Yep. Over here, sweetheart. Come here.
Come here. God's got big plans for you. You know that? He does. Your body's healed from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. You know that, right? He's done a work in you. Fire in her in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bring the whole, the whole lineup up here. Come on, all of you, come. Okay, come, just come, come forward. Come, 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 come. Come. How you doing, honey? You're doing pretty good down there, huh? Yeah, you got touched with the power of God. Was pastor like praying for you? Boy, you no way. The devil, the devil had no way but to get out with her praying. She cornered him and drove him out. Okay, lift your hands up, honey. Now, don't move so fast on things. Sometimes you rush and you just like force things on your own because you can make things happen with your personality. And sometimes you're like, holy cow, why did I push that? I got to back up and fix it. So slow down. Move slower. Those who believe not make not haste and just rest because God, see, sometimes you do that out of nervous energy. Like you go, I got to do it, you know. But rest, be still. Follow the pace of the Holy Ghost and peace, be still like a river. Like a river. That's accurate, isn't it? It was exactly right, right? Because that's the Holy Ghost. Isn't that, you know, you know there's a God in heaven, right? And you're healed. Okay. Okay. Okay, give me the uh, Kleenex. Not Kleenexes, tankies. Come on, somebody help me. Okay, what's your son's name? Exactly right, right? What's his name? Okay, Matthew and Xavier. Father, we thank you right now that those boys are going to serve Jesus all the days of their life. I bind every work of darkness that's come against them. I thank you for this entire family that you're igniting them. They are on fire because of the power of God moving in their lives. And I thank you right now for her sons that are delivered, set free, just like their mama tonight. And let that power, Father, let it flow into that whole family in the name of Jesus. No, now, now the Lord is going to find all that you need is going to come to pass. You know what I mean? It's going to come to pass, sister. Hallelujah. Come here, sweetie. What is your name? Sally. Sally? Yes. Wow. Okay. Name. That's a good name. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's a lot of change going on in your world, but you have to just be still in that change. Fire. Okay, Mom. Now you're going to start taking charge, aren't you? Look, I see like the force of faith in you. Look out, man. Look out, that lady's on fire now. Hallelujah. Doing good, backs feel better? Yeah, yeah, the numbness is going away. Amen. Call your sister tomorrow, say I love you. I just want you to know how much I love you and everything's gonna be okay with us, okay? Will you do it? Hallelujah. All right, just do it. All right, just tell her. In fact, send her some flowers or something like that, or a box of chocolates. If she doesn't like it, then say, send them back to me. I love chocolate. <laughs> Hallelujah. This girl with the color in her skin. Come, come up, come back up, honey. Come. Are these your kids? Yes. Okay, bring them all up. Bring them all up. We'll pray for this family. I mean, oh, God is doing a work in this church, doing a work in people's lives. Come on, honey. Come on up here. Hallelujah. Come here, champ. Come on, I won't bite you, I promise. Do you? They're coming too? All right, bring them all up. Bring the whole family up. God, see, God's bringing families together and doing a work. Y'all face me. Face Brother Chris, okay? Lift your hands up, honey. Put your hands up. It's okay. Now, sleep good at night. 
She's not sleeping good at night, but she will. Come here, Mr. Buckeye. All right. Don't get mad. Calm, okay? Sometimes you get so frustrated and upset, don't you? Sometimes you, you just like, you quit trying. I don't want to try anymore, but you have to keep trying because you're a champion. You're a winner. Fire into him in Jesus' name. Come here, honey. Who's this guy? Elijah. Elijah, that's a cool name. Father, thank you for this family. This family belongs to Jesus. Every one of them, they're going to serve God. The whole family's going to serve God after this night like fire. Come here, sweetheart. Come on over here, okay? Yep. Sleep good tonight. I see you smiling. Yeah, I know what you're up to. All right. There it is right there. Okay, Mom. Come back over here, Mr. Buckeye. Come here. Come here. You're not done. What's your name? Cameron. What is it? Cameron. Okay. Good name. The Father. Fire into him in Jesus' name. Okay, Mom. See, the whole family's getting hit tonight. Yes. You're a praying mom, aren't you? Is that your mom over there? That's my mom back there. Where's your mom? Get Grandma and Mom up here. Get them both up here. Come on. Come on. The whole family. Come on, Mom and Grandma. Come on. Let's go. Your whole family's getting touched tonight. Come on over here. See how much God loves this family? Loves your whole family. Look, your whole, fa your whole family's doing carpet time. Huh, come here, sweetheart. You look so cute, the way you dress. Oh, Father, heal her body. From the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, I've commanded her back to be made whole in the name of Jesus. You could just, you could just let her sit down, yeah? Yeah, come here. Your mom? Okay, Mom. Father, I thank you for her life. I thank you for hope. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But God says, I know the plans I have for you, say the Lord. And I have plans for calamity, for evil, for the future, and hope. And I'm with you, and I'm going to help you. And your whole family is going to serve the Lord even this night. In the name of Jesus. We just punch the devil's lights out. Drive him right out. These are godly people. These are people that love God. They're good people. What do you need, sir? Rob, pray, for, pray with him. Okay. Let's lift our hands and thank God. Stay under it, okay, sis? You're doing good. You and the bishop under the anointing. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands. How many of you could sense the power of God? Just touching your bodies tonight. People being delivered. The enemy's being driven out. You two come up here. Ohio State, the servant. I take it you're married, huh? Yeah? Okay, good. Come here. into him now there were things spoken to you earlier but the Lord said I don't want you to worry about anything practice the art of casting your care on me and I'm going to take care of everything healing into your body even too right now thank you Lord we praise you you two guys mighty men come on up here real men love God real men serve God that's your hearts real men are filled with the spirit real men that's you guys, men of God. Come here, I'm one of you. Fire! Good to see you, man. Got a good heart, brother. Fire in Jesus' name. Let's thank God. God's doing a great work in here. Looky here. Let's lift our hands and thank him. Come on, lift your hands and just worship him. All over the building, we give Jesus all the glory and all the honor. I just want to make sure we're done. I mean, we're in it now, so let's just stick. 
Stay, stay in the flow. Honey, come here. Come on down here. Go down there. Meet me down there. You two, come meet me. Sis on the back. We prayed for you before. You need to come back up, okay? God's not done. Quickly, come, 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 come. Come, you girls, come down. Come on. Come on, brother. Come. All you girls, come back up. This whole row, all you, all you radical teenagers, quickly, come. Lift your hands up, honey. Now, come closer. Now, let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you don't faint. And the Lord, I hear the Lord say, Be ye steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing your labor is not in vain in God. And God is not done with you. His plans for you are Romans 8.28. He's causing all things to work together for good in your life because you love him and you're called according to his purposes. And the enemy has come to strike and to kill and steal and destroy. And you thought, oh Lord, how could it ever be that I could ever turn it around? But God turns it around this night in Jesus' name. Fire! Fire! I see you worshiping God free and the anointing flowing on you and you so free to love God and to serve God and you're in another dimension going to another level in Christ Jesus hallelujah lift your hands every addiction is off of you you're free come here sister she loves God this girl lift your hands up lift your hands up Fire. Fire. You got some musical giftings in you, sister. When are you going to use them? Yeah. The table. Everything's turned around tonight for her. Fire. 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 Mighty man. This is your night. Huh? Yeah. Fire. Let's thank the Lord now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lift your hands and thank Him. Glory be to God. So what are we doing? We're just putting power. We're just slapping Holy Ghost into people, driving out darkness and anything that's lingering around, any passengers that might appear to be around. We just drive it out in Jesus' name. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. What do you need? Okay. What's her name? Marsha, be healed. Yes. We command that growth to dissolve on her leg. Yes. Leg, right? Command it to dissolve in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for it now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's your, that's your girl? Yeah? You want prayer? Come on. Come on up here. Why not? We're almost done. Amen. I'll pray, I'll pray over you till five in the morning if we have to, if we get you free. Yeah. Now, God is moving on your behalf, honey. And he's moving in your family stone. Don't give up hope. Keep a positive heart and attitude. And good things will come. Use her, Father. Raise her up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This whole family, you know what? I can't, God is blessing your whole family. It's amazing, right? Stir it up. Add about five more rows, will you? All right. Hallelujah. How many of you love the Lord tonight? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. God's done some great things. Why don't you all stand to your feet? Those that are on the front, just let them stay. You kids, under. let's lift our hands up to heaven and thank you.
for his goodness, for his kindness, for his mercy. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you tonight for those things that have been spoken from the word. Let it be sealed in our heart. We thank you for healings. We thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders that have been birthed out of this church that will continue to flow not only now but in the days to come. Father, we thank you for every person here under my voice that are in this church that have been faithful and loyal. I ask you to bless them. You said a faithful man and woman shall abound with much blessings. I speak encouragement over their life. I speak strength over their life. And I thank you for further direction and guidance. And I thank you that you're lighting a fire in their hearts to pursue the purpose and plan of God for their lives and for this church. And you're raising up a whole fresh uh, energy level in this church to go do the works of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now that every one of them that is sown into the Christian Eco Ministries, I speak blessing over them. I speak increase over them. I ask you to bless them, for you shall increase them more and more, them and their families, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you for it now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Now lift your hands and worship them. Keep worshiping. Keep worshiping them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah, glory to God. Let's keep worshiping. Keep worshiping. Thank you, Father. Come on, just worship him. 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 Here, just, just more coming. Oh, my Lord. Here it comes more. Here it comes. Here it comes. Just worship him. There's another deposit coming right now. It's a deposit to fill you. Right where you're at, you're going to start getting filled with a fresh deposit. That's how much God loves you. He's filling you with greater. Watch. Watch, it'll drop fast. It'll drop. It'll drop over this whole section over here. Watch. Watch the anointing. Watch it hit this whole section. Watch. Watch. Across the whole car. Watch. Watch. Here it comes. I'm telling you, it's still pouring out. You can pray in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. Lift your hands and worship them. I'm going to turn it to you to pray over the people. Okay. Yeah. Lift your hands now. Worship them. Just worship him, because the anointing is really strong. It's still strong. Come on, let him fill you. My goodness. Yeah, just let you do that. Close it up. 
Lift your hands and thank him. Pa Pastor's going to pray over you and just close, close the service out. Heavenly Father, we just come before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That mighty name, the name above every name. And God, I ask you to let these people take home what God has anointed them with tonight. Let them take home the word, Father, that he, that the, the man of God has sown into their heart. And let them not just take it home with them. Let them use it, God. Let them apply it to their lives. And let them see, God, what you are going to do in their lives. God, I ask you to let every person in here, when they walk out of here, be excited. Let them be able to win people to Jesus. And Father, I just ask, because that's what it's all about. And I just ask you to bless each and every person in this congregation tonight in everything. You said you would bless everything we put our hands to. And I'm asking you to bless every one of them and everything they put their hands to. Now, God, watch over them, take care of them, protect them on their way. And God, we just thank you for this wonderful services this week. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And you guys are allowed to go home. <laughs>